Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Rizzuto Show. Keyword, keyword. I'm going to do my best. What a nice weekend, honestly. It was filled with activities, but it didn't feel like that. I felt like I accomplished quite a bit. Wow, look at you. It always feels better when those activities were scheduled ahead of time. And yeah, well, I crammed, we crammed a lot of things in to the weekend, including work events and some pleasure trips. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, I thought you couldn't talk about that kind of thing. Pleasure trip. It sounds pretty filthy. Uh-huh. Go on. Well, started off a Friday night hot shot, St. Charles. Ridiculous. Great event. I don't know if you saw the picture of us. It was uh, Jeff, myself, uh, a blow-off doll, and two gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I called them gentlemen, but they were male, yes. <laughs> is that is that the picture of one of the guys that was dressed like Uncle Sam? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, the other guy was uh, screaming uh, for most of the night, who wants to put cigarettes out on my arm? Yep, you oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> and it was done more than once, was it not? <laughs> I these mean... Guys, these guys were totally sober, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he woke up the next day wondering what the heck was yeah. going on with his arm. <laughs> Why do I have these burn... <laughs> Burn marks on my arm. Who I mean, wants to put cigarettes out on my arm? The mm. guy carrying the blow-up doll at Hot Shots. I don't know why, but the other guy, the guy dressed as, you know, whatever, Uncle Sam, he would do it and it, to where, like, that red ashes were, like, stuck to his arm and everything. <laughs> and five minutes later, the guy, the victim, quote-unquote, was like, hey, I think I want to do that again. Yep. Like, here it, we are. Here's yep. my question. Were they given or did they show up with the blow-up doll? Oh, uh, they uh, showed up with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was show up, blow up. If you would say, hey, which one of these guys likes to put cigarettes out on his arm? I would have <laughs> mm-hmm. guessed the guy that, that, blo- guy. that brought the blow up down. Yeah, yes. let's, uh, yeah. So, let's line everybody up. Line everybody up who was at the bar that night. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you which one of these guys wants cigarettes put out on their arm. And yes, the guy, the guy holding the blow up doll, you'd be correct. If, yes. you that, <laughs> if you guess that guy. Pretty easy contest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always interesting. I think I think the uh the the word of the night was fellowship. <laughs> it really oh, nice. was. <laughs> that sounds good. It actually counted as church. I got to yeah. sleep in is, over the weekend. <laughs> fellowship was the key word there <laughs> for uh Friday night's festivities. Oh man. And then uh Saturday morning woke up, went to Old Town Fenton, had that blood drive. That was great. Saw some uh, Team Riz members showed up. A lot up. of Team Riz members there. It's great. Eagle call answered, folks. Eagle call answered. You could tell that area right there where that Hoods is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's a Hoods. There's the O'Reilly Auto Parts. I think there's a Hardee's in that parking lot. Was there something there at yeah, that there was, point? There was a, a Kroger there a million years ago. Um, when I was, cause that's where <clears throat> back in the day before there was a, you know, a Walmart in every street corner, that was the grocery store okay, of Fenton because, Kroger. Kroger. Because was. that seemed like an area where the, there was a lot of stuff at yeah. some point yeah. going on uh-huh. where then everything migrated to the Gravoy Bluffs. Yeah. I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. There's a, a gold gym there too, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. You know, the area. In the sky zone. Yeah. And the sky that my Aldi is right across the street from me. That's where I go. You go all the way over there? Uh-huh. That's quite a distance, Jeff. Sure is. That, why do you think I want an Aldi? That's travel. That's why traveling. Do, why do you think I want an Aldi in Eureka? That's quite a distance to travel. Uh-huh. That's to how much you save. That's how much. You know, I go there and I stock up. I don't know if you ever heard. It's a stock up store. See, I'm wondering if you take the gas mileage out. More importantly, my time. My time is very valuable, as you know. Would it be? Is it worth it going there? To me, it seems to be. We've done the math, and I think so. Have because, you crunched the numbers? Yeah, because a lot of it's downhill, and we put it in neutral. Mm. And we go downhill, so it <laughs> saves gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you sure the Chesterfield one is not closer? No, I'm not at all. It's very possible. But there, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming you haven't spent any time in, in very many Aldi stores. Never been but to they're, one. They're all very different, and they're all very the same. They are set up exactly the same, but they don't carry the same stuff in different stores. Oh, really? Hmm. And the Fenton one, we've got to have used your stuff. To my stuff, yes. I get it. But yeah, I mean, I maybe I should do a mileage check and see. It's very possible. Very possible. Yeah, the one the one on the valley would seem a bit closer. I know it could be. Yeah, I'll check and see. Yeah, but that area right there seemed at one point to be thriving. Mm-hmm. 
eh, kind of forgotten about a little bit. A little bit, yeah, for sure. That's sad. Yeah, there's some some anchor stuff around there. Some stuff needs to be repaved. Yeah, for sure. Restriped. Mm -hmm. Because that Gravoy Bluffs is nice up there. I mean, that's taken care of. Yeah, it's really that Gravoy Bluffs area is really, really nice. The only thing bad about that area is that literally whoever designed the parking lot should never, ever design parking lots ever again. It's just horrible to get in and out of there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's really bad. And then you throw in like the holiday shopping season, it's even worse. I never noticed. Yeah, it's bad. Never noticed. Having said that, I did shop there this weekend. As well. Up there at the Gravoy Bluffs? I sure did. Where'd you go? Uh, t- uh, TJ Maxx, Fablo, and one other one. Not the Coles. I think that that may be just it. Oh, and PetSmart. PetSmart. Oh. Yeah, too. Well, I'm telling you, all that stuff is in the Valley, uh-huh. which seems to be, again, a lot closer. Well, there's no TJ Maxx in the Valley. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a Burlington, though. Yeah, it's really the exact same thing. Well, no, it's not the exact same thing, but I did spend some time at Burlington as well. It was a shopping weekend for me. Look at Jeff. Yeah. Wow. Today is new underwear day. I don't know if you guys uh, can tell. I could totally tell. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're walking with a different gait. Yes. Yeah. See, I noticed. Remember there, I said that? I was like, there's hey, less chafing. Jeff, now. I think it's new underwear day for Jeff. <laughs> I said there's no scent following today either. <laughs> yeah. So while I was at the blood drive, our buddy Ryan... Uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, sent a, a picture to us. So he, he drives around like a, like a, like a, I wouldn't it's call a, it a trash it's, truck. It's, it's, it's basically the way to describe it. It's a, it's a rubbish truck. If you it's, see, if you see anybody that's hauling junk away, that's what he does. So somebody's basement floods, you call him, he comes with his team and they literally clear everything out and take mm-hmm. it away. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's bulk pickup. When it's not bulk pickup in your neighborhood. Yeah, so you yeah, call, you need a dumpster dropped in your front yard to right. clean call out. Ryan and a house. Ryan comes, picks up your garbage. Yes. Yeah. Used to service is amazing. He sits up, you know, obviously in a truck, so he he can look into other people's cars. M- much higher than a regular pickup truck. Mm-hmm. So he sent us a picture. Hey, there's a guy next to me, completely naked. Oh. A guy in his car, completely naked. Wow. In his left hand, he's holding a cell phone, and you can't see his right hand. Oh, boy. So, stick shift. There was something in his right hand. Uh, Is he going from fourth to fifth? He was going from six to 12. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now it's Joe time. Uh-huh. Where was he on? 64? No, 70, right there by the airport. Oh, that's right, 70. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely naked. Wow. Guy had Tennessee plates, too. Damn. Just doing some cross-country jowling. Completely naked. Completely naked. Huh. Possibly on his way home. I don't know. You know what the best thing is, is that accompanied with the picture was him going, check out what I just found. And then I said, are you sure that's what he's doing? And he responded back with, I could get a picture from the other side if you'd like. And Riz responded back with, yes! <laughs> I need <the> proof. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So left hand, steering wheel. So I guess he's he's got the steering wheel almost with his wrist. Yeah, it looked like he had like his, his, his pinky and his ring finger of his left hand on the steering wheel. And then he was holding the phone with his thumb and his pointer. Mm. Seems very safe as well. Yes. Oh, you get one of those phone holders that slides into your I vent, guess. your air vent, Jeff. That's what I. You have. should just put. Probably not <laughs> do that. Was he 
Why was what was he looking at? I'm assuming it was MapQuest of some sort, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. what I'm yeah. talking looking about. For speed <laughs> FapQuest is what it was. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. So Ryan asked a question: uh, Have any of you guys ever jowed while driving? And I said we may have had this discussion before. I can emphatically say no. I, that's never happened to me. I have a never done it, and b never had the desire to do that. Like never once have I been like, man. I've never been pantsless in a moving car. Oh, I absolutely have. I've never jowed while in the, behind the wheel of the car driving, but I've <laughs> You've been drove home naked. From I guarantee you, Riz defend. thought that you did. Because I thought you did. I thought I don't you did too. I think so. No, I think it's because of the story that I told you of driving home naked from Afton to Fenton one time, but I, I did yeah, not. Yeah, you got caught by somebody. Yeah. Yeah, his dad, right? No. Dad. Well, my dad walked out of the house as I pulled up, and I was with a girl who what used to be with a guy, and we were he together, and that guy showed up to the house looking to do the same thing I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I just grabbed Scrabble, my, right? Yes. <laughs> and I just grabbed all my clothes and walked past her teenage. Uh, sister and 20 friends watching TV uh -huh. in December and walked out to my car and drove home with vinyl seats. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Pulled up and I was like, whew. And then my dad came walking out. And he said, what are you doing home? Why don't you have a shirt on as he was getting closer to the car? And then he was like, well, why don't you have any clothes on? <laughs> what are you doing home, dad? Uh, I thought yeah. you chode while driving. I don't think so. Not that it's, I, it's, I if, if I did it, I would totally admit it. And I know you would. I, I only only Jeff would go. I don't. I might. I might I don't have. Think so. I'm not 100 sure, but I, I had might. a lot of wheel sh uh, windshield time, so it's very possible. Do you have Tennessee plates? Not anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it did kind of look like Jeff's car to me. It, it was my car. It was almost the exact yeah. same yeah. Co color too. I think. A I'm Hyundai. Not, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Because it, my first, honestly, my first thought when I saw the picture was, "Thank God he doesn't have a beard." Mm. Okay, Chris. Chris brings up a great point. He said, "Jeff probably has never jowed while driving his car, but have you ever jowed while you were driving your horse and carriage?" Oh yes, then oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, That's, that would be the mix-up. Yeah, it was a Ford horse and carriage. Mm. Early yeah. model, early early model. Mm. That was just in plain daylight. This picture was taken. It, it looks like what one o'clock, twelve thirty. Oh, it was afternoon. I mean, it was for sure like it's Ryan. it's not like it was like it's not like it was 6 a.m. It's not like it was no. 3 a.m. I mean, it was middle of the day. No, and then what? 5 months later, he sent a picture of uh St. Anne police over, uh police pulling the guy over. I was to say oh, how long really? do you think the guy made it before he got pulled over? That answered that. Did, he didn't call, did he? I believe Ryan called it in. Really? He, he did. Wow. I believe Ryan called that it. That was a good choice. Would you have called it in, Jeff? I don't know. My first thought is yes, because, you know, kids and cars and all that other stuff. Yeah, I guess I My would, first uh, thought damn is it anyway, no, I, would I don't not. know. As soon as I said yes, I, I want to say no. Because I my first thought is, hey, man, that's your business. But then again, you're out in public. I don't think I would think about it. Yeah, you just I don't call right away or you just wouldn't no, even think about it. I wouldn't think about calling. I think I would have laughed and dr driven on. I think I'd be so turned on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, to me, it depends. <laughs> to me, if I if I couldn't get a good photo of it that I could have showed you guys, I probably would have called it in. <laughs> but if I got some good photos, I'm like, I ain't calling this in. This I is wonder gold. what happened to that guy. Yeah. I wonder what happened. Like, are you wondering, like, if the cops pulled him over and he goes, "What do you mean I can't do this?" <laughs> <laughs> in Tennessee. <laughs> I just hope he got off. You know what I mean? The, the uh, charges I really do. Thank you, Jeff. Really. 
That's shameful that I said that. I hope he got to where it was going. Yeah. You know, the checkered flag. Sure. <laughs> if we're still talking about ways. <laughs> the old checkered flag. Checkered flag. Yeah. Listen, I don't think the uh, the urge has ever uh, struck me to do that while driving. I've been Honestly, all kinds my, of horny in my life and never. In my career as a Joe and a driver. Sure. Those two things have never intersected. Yeah. Yeah. Those this, two worlds never need to collide, no. really. This day and time, too, where now all the police vehicles seem to be SUVs. I have a feeling yeah. that... Oh, it's a good point. That uh, those folks will not have a good run. Don't yeah, I mean, get lucky. You get a chess cam. Caleb on Twitter says, 100% guilty. Okay. Hmm. While doing it. While driving. Okay. While driving. And when was that? Saturday? Just Saturday, Saturday afternoon, just horned up as can Saturday, be. Saturday, yeah. He's like, mm, airport, planes, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he saw one of those, like, uh, you know, dangerous curves sign. Oh, yeah. Dangerous curves ahead. Dangerous curves ahead. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Now it's Joe time. How do you get into the car? I guess maybe he got in the car and then took his clothes off. Because yeah. I was thinking you'd just come out your front door and just get completely <laughs> naked and go get your car. Sure. Oh, Steve's leaving again. Well, maybe it's, a guy that just, maybe, maybe it's a guy that just can't get any peace and quiet at home. <laughs> it's like Joe's off to and Pound Town again. That's his only opportunity to be by himself and I do guess. that. Not only at home, but in the state of Tennessee. He's got to come all the way to Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> He was on a he was on done. a back road and uh, accidentally ended up on the main highway trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. Like, no, 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 I'm no. on 70 naked. I'm on 70 no, no, naked. No, 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 I'm trying to get out. I don't oh, know. Missouri. crap! Thought that said farm road. <laughs> yeah, there was a Saint Anne police officer that pulled him over. So, wow. Stories. Yeah, thanks to our buddy Ryan for that picture. Incredible. Incredible indeed. He's a talented man. Went to the uh, NASCAR race on on Saturday night over at Gateway. Great crowd. Yeah. Good racing. Was that the Truck Series one? That was the uh, Truck Series. Camping World Truck Series. Great ca- uh, great crowd. Good racing. That's awesome. Good times. Tell you what, every pair of tickets that I gave away, and I'm sure everybody else here did at remotes and stuff, people are nuts for that. Oh, yeah. It was fun. The kids loved it. I brought my kids. They, they have a great time going to the races. Yes. We go to the roof of the uh, the tower they have there, and you can see everything. That's cool. It's fun. We go well. We actually sit in the stands for the uh, for the start for the start of the race because it's fun to see the cars, you know, get going, starting up for the first time, you know, hitting the gas, green flag, and you kind of feel the cars rush past you, and then we go up to the uh, to the. How deck. long? How long Let's is see. a race like that? So from start to checker, couple hours. Okay, couple hours. There were some late cautions. Yeah, weather was good though, huh? Weather was great. I think that was the first time in five years that they've had the truck race over there at Gateway. The past five years, at least, it didn't rain that day. Wow, wow. that's crazy. Yeah, so it was great weather. Yeah, I wore jeans. Nice. Hmm. I had a sweater in the car just in case it got chilly. <laughs> it was that style. And then uh, Sunday, Sunday kind of uh, stood in the backyard and kind of planned out. Where I'm going to put the slip and slide for 4th of July. It's important. It's important to plan when it's 9 million miles long. <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be, I bet, 75 <clears throat> feet. I'll give you time to get going. 
a 75-foot uh, slip and slide. Now, I got two little hills. I'm thinking somebody's going to get launched into the woods. Yeah. Now, is you still have the plan of at the end of it to have that pool of broken glass mm-hmm. to stop everybody? <laughs> That's right. Okay, good. It's broken glass and piranhas. Right. <laughs> broken glass, piranhas, and rakes. <laughs> then you get sprayed down with peroxide ah. when you get out, right? Yeah. <laughs> My wife is standing out there with me. She goes, somebody's going to get hurt yeah. severely. I said, probably. Just check your homeowners before everybody comes I'll out. I'll have somebody sign uh, waivers. You know, everybody's got to sign a waiver before they hit the... Uh, before they hit the old slip and slide. That makes sense. Smart move. Yeah, so we got the giant tarp. Going to put it out there. Going to be fun. You going to come, Scott? You can come. All right. Come yeah. on down. July 4th. July 4th. I told him about it. Sorry I brought it up, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, you should totally come, man. Yeah. I was going to invite you. We'll see how my shoulders do, since they like to slip out of socket. Oh, no, really? Is that a thing you got? Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm sure slides are good Somebody's for Somebody's going first. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ruin it for everybody, man. Listen, if safety is your is your top concern, listen to this, parents. A consumer protection group released their annual list of the most dangerous toys kids play with in the summer. And slip and slides are on the list. All right. That's number five as far as the most dangerous summer toys for kids. 2018, the old slip and slide. I know number one. Grenades. <laughs> Is that right or no? Didn't make the list. Did I hope they brought back lawn darts. That's on the list. Ah! Slip and slides. There's a real risk of head, neck, and spine injuries. People have been paralyzed from sliding into stuff, including other kids. And you need to be careful, too, because you're heavier and slide faster. That's why the packaging usually says they're just for kids, not adults. Swimming pools made the list. Dangerous toys. Even those little baby pools you fill with the hose could be a major risk. So always pay attention when your kids are in the pool. Uh, Young kids can drown in less than two inches of water. And it could happen in less than 30 seconds. Big wheels and other low rider trikes. They're really hard to see when you're driving, so you have to be careful about when and where you let you you, you where and what you where when and where you let the kids use them, especially in the driveway. A little supervision would be mm-hmm. good. Lawn darts, there you go. Yay! <laughs> now the kind with the pointed tips have been illegal since 1988, but they still make them with weighted tips, so they're not sharp. But, man, you get one in the head. I saw yeah. these the other day, and they still look dangerous as hell. Instead of going straight through your calf, they'll just hit you right in the face and give you a black mm-hmm. eye. Mm. See, I do. My grandma still has a set of the, uh, the old the school lawn darts. Huh? They work great. Yeah, if you want to kill somebody. I can't, they let us play with that. Like, Moon and I could play with that set, and they didn't even supervise us. We're probably eight, nine out there just chucking away. No one even looking. Not even a <laughs> not even a thought, huh? No. Yeah, banned in nineteen eighty eight with the with the tips. Sounds like some good parenting. And yes. number one, the most dangerous summer toy for kids in twenty eighteen is water balloon slingshots. Wow. Because they could cause eye injuries. Hmm. Especially if, if kids use them to shoot other things like rocks. And they have the small pieces that are uh, choking hazards. 
So have fun out there. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. Staying inside. <laughs> broken glass did not make. Bag of broken glass did not make <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad. Did not make it this year. <laughs> yeah, lawn darts. I don't know. They still made those. I don't I mean, think they probably don't make them, but they're probably so they're probably still bought and sold. Somewhere. No, they're now they're safer. No, he's talking about he didn't even know that they still make the ones with the weighted oh, gotcha. with the weighted yeah. ends to yeah. them. Yeah, I saw one like in a it was like in a package like you know those things the the with the ball toss with the three layers on it. What do they call those monkey to- monkey toss monkey washer something like that? Oh yeah, yeah. I forget the actual like name. No of Billy golfers. Yeah, on. yeah. So they had that. They had washers and they had lawn darts. And when I saw that, it said lawn darts. I was like, what? And I looked on the back and it's like. Almost like it looks like one of those Nerf footballs mm. that have the tail on it. It's like that, but the top is weighted. That's huh. fun. Mm. Yeah. That's fun. Maybe we'll get those for the party, too. Well, that sounds like a great time. <laughs> we'll get the real ones. Yeah, I can go, I can go grab the real go ones. Go grab the real ones. All right. <laughs> Riz is going to play lawn darts with machetes. <laughs> Let's get every unsafe thing. We have a BB gun war in the back, too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get fireworks. Fireworks, real lawn darts, homemade slip and slide. Good stuff. I hear some on Etsy. All the kids unsupervised in kiddie pools. Nice. (laughs) $95 for the uh, vintage jarts missile game outdoor lawn darts box. $95. Oh, and that's just the box only. That's just the box. $95. For just the box? Just the box. It you says. have to pay separate for the lawn darts? I, I don't know, even know if they have the lawn. That's a, that's oh, you probably one. get those for free because they probably can't sell those. Um, <laughs> so you buy oh, the yeah. box and you get everything else for free. Ah. Yeah. That's the way they word it, yes. Interesting. We'll have fun. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. Somebody's going to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today's Team Riz member of the day is from Arnold. It's Nick M. Meyer. Way to go, buddy. I'm sorry, I'm saying that wrong. Eb Meyer. Eb Meyer. Nick Eb Meyer from Arnold. Nick, single dad, drives a truck for a living, listens to the show every morning along his route. And anything he misses, he uh, catches up with on the podcast when he gets home. Loves Real or Fake, Match Up with Moon. All the games we play, loves our interviews. And uh, he says, you guys get me ready for the day with some great laughs. Well, thank you, Nick. Nick F. Meyer from Arnold is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day uh, soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-333. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials. At R-I-Z-Z Show. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com for your emails. And now let's get to uh, some of those, Chef. Yeah, Dennis wants to know if any of us have checked out the Riz Show uh, walk list on Spotify since, I guess, Fridays ago. Yeah, the playlist playlist that you guys set up. uh, That everybody contributed to. Oh, yeah. I I listen to it every once in a while. I'll dig through it and I kind of pick and choose because there are some doozies on there. But uh, I pick and choose and I find some ones that I really uh, dig. Add them to my other playlists that I have. Dennis says that he listened to it not all seven hours and two minutes like we did, but he says he gives it a solid C. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, well, would, I would probably agree with that. Yeah, same there's, here. There's some really good tunes, but there are some hot garbage. Well, well think about the spirit in which it was made. Yeah, as of course. Well. And you ask you people know. to go to Spotify and okay. add to this list. I listen. I didn't when I met, when I made that playlist. I didn't sit there and go. Uh, they're going to put nothing but serious entries on here. Right, this is yeah. really going to motivate us. I knew that this was well, it's a list of Grammy too. winners. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Boy, some highlights on that playlist. And what's it called? Like, if you go to Spotify, you search what? The Rizwalk? Rizwalk playlist. Rizwalk. Yeah. Yeah. Rizwalk playlist. So how many tunes on there? At least 500. Yeah. I think this morning, 635. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So highlights include this song. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> I got to go away. It was 105. Did you want to kill yourself when this came up? Oh, it was. This was one of the ones that really made my blood boil. <laughs> Great pick. I'll hold your hands just like guys. There's that one. That one's on the playlist. How about uh, this one? This is a good one. Oh. Imagine walking to this. Oh, just wait. <laughs> That's not the same song you were just playing? <laughs> That's on the playlist. That's good. That's good for a Sunday morning. You're drinking your yeah, coffee. Yeah. It's a cute one. Yeah. That's my mom's favorite song. Yes. It's crazy. She's actually the one who put it on the list. It's a song called Drown Me in Blood. <laughs> there's, Which uh, sounds gross. There's this one. It goes on like that. Oh, no, just wait. No, I was, no, I was swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion, because they are so awesome. No, I was, no, I was swimming in the ocean, pretty big and pretty wide, and beat a polar bear in a fight. Like an underwater unicorn, they've got to kick us facial harm, and a Jedi of the sea. Yeah, that's it. That was a good one. Wow. Again, thank you guys for your contributions to the uh, to the playlist. Yeah, thanks <sighs> so much. Uh, here's another uh, another one on there. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. Don't need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. This song here is the song that played when you joined us, Riz. But you go, what the hell is this music? Wow. <laughs> we have some good ears out there. Oh, one of my personal faves. Oh, yeah. Tiny Tim. The legend. This is when I almost jumped in the middle of Olive. With me. Uh -oh. Now it's a thousand degrees out. You're <laughs> you're well into your fifteen mile journey. Your feet hurt, and this comes off. Oh, oh, damn! It's rough. You could have just hit next, but. And there's this. 
I believe I cursed somebody out when they played this song. There was a priest. <laughs> no, there were a bunch of people that drove by with that blaring out their windows. Yeah, I believe I told I said the F word to somebody a couple but this was like that was that was mile fifteen. You did. You were we were on uh uh Olive and Limburg. <laughs> yeah, we were right there, Ed now. Uh, right over there. This was Mostly just a on edge. We were on edge yeah. at the time too, and then hear that song. I think this is I think this one's my favorite right here. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. This, doesn't this sound like this, this? Doesn't this sound like it should be from the Lego movie? Yes. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It could be an Aquabet song. This is an early Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Next. Uh, this is somebody wow. who calls himself Boz talking about tipping again, and he had an uncle. Uh, or has an uncle who's a barber, owns his own shop, and he sets his prices around expecting or not expecting a tip. When his prices used to be twelve or thirteen dollars, guys would give him fifteen bucks and call it square. And then it came time to raise his prices. He didn't go to fourteen or fifteen. He uh, he went to sixteen, and the reason that is. You give twenty bucks you give and 20. you keep the four dollars, right. and you, you just change. make that exchange hmm. easy. And uh, you know, he basically says it's a shame that you have to study psychology and sociology to predict people's behavior just to make a couple of bucks instead of customers just being understanding, decent yeah, human th- beings. Yeah, listen, if there's a service like that where you tip, and that let's say it's eighteen bucks, and you give it twenty, it's easy on you, but it kind of sucks for them. Yeah. Uh... Okay, you really want your change? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, my two dollars. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Get the. It's eighteen. Uh, can you break a twenty? Yeah, no, that's smart. Yeah, it is smart. I like very that. smart. It's very that's old smart. school. That old is school. old school. Yeah. Next. All right, talking once again about tips. Uh, this guy here works for a local pizza company. As a side job working nights, he wanted to share uh, his tip, uh, his take on tips. For the most part, he has found that older customers, 40 and older, often tip $5 regardless of the order total. Sometimes more than five, but five's about the average, okay? Mm-hmm. So had a few kids answer the door for their parents, and even though their parents yell saying, hey, give, give them a few bucks, because the parents gave the kid a couple extra bucks, he's had many of the kids just stick those couple of extra bucks oh, in, in their pockets. Oh, yikes. Unbelievable, right? About 50% of younger kids under the age of 15 don't tip at all. He's also worked at a store in the Rock Hill area in South County and delivered to a franchise owner that owns more than 120 locations of this restaurant. He bought a huge house, tore it down, Made an even bigger house in the same spot. The guy, what he's basically saying is, guy's got a lot of money. He orders every week. He orders about $70 worth of food and tips $4. He says he's okay with the $4 tip. It's better than nothing. A lot I'm of coworkers complain. Are tip because it's a rich guy? That's exactly what he goes on to say. Just because yeah. he's wealthy, Why do we deserve rich? a bigger tip? Right. Right. Why do you think he's rich? Because... He doesn't over tip. Yeah. That's why. He saves his money. I have found from being a pizza delivery driver and from waiting tables that, let me make sure I get this right, people with old money will tip more 
people who have earned their money throughout the years will not tip as much. In other words, if it's found money, like you inherit money or you take over a family business and you become wealthy. You're more apt to just give it away. You're more apt to be appreciative. But if you work your butt off for the money, a lot of times you will not be a good tipper. That's what I have just found in my life. That makes sense. It, it does, I no, guess. I would think I would think if you work for if you work for your money, you'd be more appreciative. No. Yeah. I think more, you're more close to the vest with your money that way. I, like, I was I think what he's trying to say is like so like let's say let's say you know you your parents are wealthy and they die and you inherit all this money. So you're like the hell with it. I just got all this free money. You want 10 extra bucks? Here you go. But when you work hard for your money, you go I worked my ass off for every dime I own. I'm going to tip you, but I'm not going to tip you as much as I would if I was just throwing away free money. I think that's what I'm yeah. Yeah. That's what I've noticed anyway. And of course everything's different, but And how do you God Sorry, okay, as I say, how do you word this to someone? Uh, I ordered pizza this weekend, and I already tipped online, and it was a good chunk. Yeah. And like, she gave me the pizza, and then stood there, and I'm like, "So did everything go through?" I'm like, "How do you? I don't know how to say like." I tipped on. I tipped yeah, online. Just, hey, yeah. I tipped online. I just slammed okay. the door in their face. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I take the pizza, go thank you, and then slam the door. You also say we're done here, right? That's why I I very rarely <laughs> like if I'm ordering pizza online, I very rarely tip online. Okay. Just yell out, end of transaction, and shut the door. <laughs> Noted. I'll write that down. Uh-huh. And this will end our transaction. See ya. <laughs> See you next time. Or just look, right, property. Or just look right in the face, <laughs> and you slowly close the door, but you go, and we're done here. And then shut it. But it's got to be the slow close. Next. Uh, this is a great, great idea. We talked last week about uh, leaving your purse in your cart at your Walmarts or whatever and walking yeah, away from it or don't. Who, who does that sort of thing. This is a great, I guess this would be a life hack. Just wanted to share with you guys all what, you know how the carts have the the fasteners, the seatbelts and the baby where you put your kid, put your purse in there and strap the strap through your purse well, so somebody about, can't grab it. But the problem is, is that we're not talking about people grabbing purses. We're talking about people grabbing the wallets out sure. of their purses. Understandable. So you close your purse and then you strap the thing it's so where, they can't. It's where, you know, I'm sure if you go to the grocery store today. You'll see a woman who has left her purse in her cart while she's not paying attention. My wife yesterday. Did you go, you nuts? I I grabbed the cart and I moved it and then she turned around and she goes. And I looked at her and I was just across the aisle. Like I was on the other. See? And I looked at her and I go, hey. And she turned around and I go, somebody could have stole all this. And she goes, there's nothing important in there. Uh, I'm like, your wallet's in here. That's not important. You have your wallet too, right? Yeah, my wife will leave her phone. Mm. In there. Like, okay. Cool. It's just money. Yeah, it's fine. We can Nothing get more from the tree out there. $700 phone. <laughs> We're paying $20 a month for How about just take your purse with you or just pay attention? There's that. There's that. Yeah. There's that little thing. Mm-hmm. If only they had like a strap or something that made it easy to carry. Uh-huh. Oh, that's yeah. a great idea. Something to go over the shoulder. Over yeah. the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. So you could just, yeah. You could even go cross shoulder. Oh, I should look into that. Yeah. yeah, That's a big money idea. Next. Uh, you talked about being at the races over at Gateway. Yes. Uh, Scott and Stacy listeners did the same thing, and they had a fantastic time. Right, see you there. Big thank you to everybody over there for putting on a great race, they said. And now to the douche. 
His wife, Scott's, uh, Scott's wife, has a uh, vascular problem in her leg, which causes constant pain, requires her to wear compression socks all the time. She walks well, but every once in a while needs to stop and rest. She tires very easily. Mm-hmm. That being said, she has a handicapped parking tag. She used it. They used it at the race. And some douche, this is his words, not mine, this douche apparently didn't think we looked handicapped but didn't have the balls to say anything to our face. So he wrote a note and left it on the truck saying, oh. you don't look handicapped to me, bro. Just want oh, to, th- he wow. says, want to thank this douche for ruining an otherwise great night. Oh, don't let that ruin it. I'd like to see a copy of the note. Did you keep it? Mm. Who's that, that from? Rodney? Yes, Rodney or Scott and Stacy. <laughs> yeah, tell him to take a picture of Rodney. it. Yeah, frame that. I'd like to see a picture. I'd like to see this gentleman's penmanship. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, real quick before we get too far off of, from uh, talking about tipping, somebody literally just emailed this in, and this is great. Uh, she was at a restaurant in Fairview Heights, and the bill was $53. They gave the waitress a $100 bill. The waitress took it and said, do you guys want any change back? Do you think that the waitress was just really bad at math, or did she expect a tip that big, or was she trying to get one over on them? Hmm. That's a good question. So one more time. So the bill was $53. Yeah. They handed the waitress a $100 bill, and the waitress said, do you guys need any change? Oh, for four? Yeah. And have, she wants to know if the waitress was like trying to pull one over on her, or if she, I think she was it, that bad at math. I think or, it depends on if she knew it was a $100 bill or not. If it was, I mean, if you could tell it was a $100 bill, then she was fishing, yeah. But if I, I can't remember last time I paid for a bill uh, with cash, but it's almost a natural reaction for them to say, do you guys need change? Yeah. I Without have, necessarily looking at the cash. You know, you could say, give me 35 bucks back. You do the quick math in your head. Yeah. Even that's more than 20%, but... Mm-hmm. Or if you want to go in between, you know, fifteen and twenty, go give me uh, forty bucks back. Yeah. See, like to me, if some, if if I would hand her waitress a hundred dollar bill on a fifty three dollar, uh, you know, check, and she'd go, "Do you want any change back?" In my head, I'd go, "Yeah, yes, I do want change back." And then she would give me the change back, and in my head, I've already deducted tip because in my head, I'm going, "She's trying to get this tip." She oh, just, you would deduct, ooh, huh? Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. Deducting. I would if I hand her the hundred dollar bill, like not like tucked away in a bill folder or anything, but if I hand it to her. You clearly see that that's a hundred dollar bill. You know that my bill is fifty three dollars. You wouldn't think it's this habit that she does it out of habit every time someone has her cash. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe next. And finally, this is from Becky. I was just wondering if there are uh, plans for New Year's Eve yet in the works, and is there going to be another theme this year? Uh, her and her boyfriend had a great time last year. Yes. Not sure. Okay. We think next year will be twenty nineteen though. Yes. I, we have the date already. So it's going to be. Hold on. Go for it. Did we confirm that? It's gonna, the date is confirmed. December 31st. Huh. December 30th. All right. You say 30th? 31st. 31st. Okay. <laughs> the calendar. That's a Jeff joke, too. I'm ashamed. I feel shame. You know how you can Jeff tell it's a Jeff joke? Because everybody's laughing. I feel shame. Oh. <laughs> right, we have time for one more, one more Jeff. Uh, this one is this is one is anonymous. Uh, during a dinner conversation a few days ago, my wife said she never, ever would, but could get away with an affair if she wanted to. She's cheating. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Send your emails over to okay. Ridge Show at...
<laughs> question answered. No, the question is, how the hell am I supposed to process this, this information, or is it indeed a red flag? Yeah, it's a red flag. You think so? Maybe. It would make me think twice. Come, hmm. I would wonder what the conversation is before and after this. Like, was there conversation about what that made this come up? Like, like where you sit at the table and he was like, hey, how can we ruin this marriage? Let's talk about this. And then she goes, I could cheat on you if I wanted to. Okay. Where do you go from there? Right. Yeah. Like, are you just supposed to go, why are you thinking? I think my first question would have been, where did that come from? Yeah. And why? Yeah. Is there something behind it? Hey, my brother's coming to town. Hey, listen, if I had an affair, I could totally get away with it. I could hit that if I wanted to. You'd never know. I could totally get away with it. Honey, don't forget, we need uh, oranges. uh, We need uh, two gallons of milk. And uh, if I wanted to have an affair, I could definitely get away with it. Okay. Oh, and butter. Challenge accepted. (laughs) You know what he should have? He just looked at her and said, I know. Or he should have just said, it is pretty easy. It's pretty easy. <laughs> Let me give you some tips. Yep. Yeah, maybe she's fishing for you to say something. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. That could be. Yeah, it could be her looking for, for your reaction. Ooh, boy. Like, you know, I could if I wanted to. You're in mm. trouble. Yeah. That's a tough one, man. Because, again, we need to know the context. Like, right. Why was it brought up? From what? Why Why was that even discussed? I don't know. I'm thinking, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are all married. Have you Try ever lightly. Had, have you guys ever had that conversation and something like that? Like, where you guys are just randomly hanging out? And that comes up? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've said, uh, I don't want to have an affair because <laughs> I don't have the time. Got to leave the house. It's, it, it's too much involved with the lies <laughs> and covering your tracks. That whole thing. And I'm happy in my marriage. There's uh, that. There's that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Got hey, that so house quick, together and everything. Just a quick side note. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the time. I just want to nap and stay home. Maybe after hockey's over. I don't know. It's just real busy right now. I'm yeah. learning how to play the guitar. I don't have time. You go, how do I take that? I don't get it. That's like her going, hey, hypothetically, just hypothetically, what would your reaction be if I cheated on you? Go. Because <laughs> I could. I just, I'm not. Let's do a little role play. Pretend that you just caught me in the middle of an affair. How would you react and how would you kick me out of the house? Just asking for a friend. And do I still get half? No, 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 man. What, what, did he, what did he say he said? Oh, he oh, nothing at all besides is this a red flag and uh, how the hell am I supposed no. to take that? It's, uh, it's a trap. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Now, coming up on Wednesday is my favorite event of the year, or one of them. It's where we go to Captain Jim's and blow stuff up. Yeah. So that's this Wednesday, Captain Jim's in West Alton. From 6 to 8, ton of giveaways, and now Captain Jim gives away a ton of prizes. He's a good dude. 
I love the old captain. So we'll see him on Wednesday. Hopefully see you guys out there. Is Moon going to be back in time? Yeah, he'll be back there. Or back in time for that. Back in time? Yeah. Did he take care of the mannequin issue? Because he he yeah. was in contact with the guy that was selling the mannequins. Remember last week, this guy on Facebook had a listing of mannequins for sale, 100 bucks, take or whatever's all. in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. And so the latest on that is the guy had some people buy stuff last week, so he only has a few left. Are they, well, let's go to... Where, where, where is Moon? Let's... Let's see if we can go via remote to Moon. To the beach. Moon the mannequins. Moon! The mannequins. Moon, did you talk to the guy about the scuba diving? Oh, oh man. There's Moon scuba diving. <laughs> Moon, just stay real quick. Real quick. If you can just pop that. He's on a jet oh, ski. Oh, damn it. He's not stopping long enough. Hey! So we getting the mannequins? Today we are, yes. Oh, today. Let's do it. All set? No, not yet. He hasn't written back the final one. <laughs> waiting on this guy. All right. But I said, let's do it. He said he's going to be there this afternoon, so we're heading down. All right. All right. Plenty of room for to put them and everything. Yeah. We've got trucks settled in and all that stuff. Yeah, and I have an empty house. We can store a all whole right. bunch in there. So six mannequins we got oh, coming our way. Yeah. You should stick one in yes. his closet while he's gone. And when he opens the closet, they get, they get scurred. Yeah. Yeah. His swimming. No, I want to bring wet. one to Captain Jim's. Oh yeah. I want to bring one with us. We want to sacrifice one. <laughs> Just uh, have a little fun. You know. Can I take one to Bush Stadium with me? No. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. And would it need a ticket? That's a good question. But he could judge the bands, right? Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah, Battle of Bush. Yeah, yeah I'm doing that on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrity. It's brought to you by Amco, Ranger, Termite, and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. We did have a death in the music world. Drummer Vinnie Paul from Pantera passed away, 54 years yeah, old. Man. As last time I checked, no cause of death as of showtime. Yeah. Died, yeah. died in his sleep in Las Vegas. He and his brother Dimebag Daryl, obviously, uh, formed Pantera back in 81. Phil Ensemble joins, what, six years later, I guess it was? It's uh, Ensemble. I thought that's what I said. Oh, they said Ensemble. Yeah, you threw a B the in there. Oh, I'm there looking right somewhere. at it, and there's no B, so my apologies for misspeaking. Uh, 1990. All right, great. <laughs> Cowboys from Hell, 1990. Obviously, that's the one everybody knows him for. So they dissolved the band in 03 due, due to disagreements with Anselmo. Brothers went on to form Damage Plan as well, and then an 04 man jumped on stage, shot, uh, started shooting a gun, and shot uh, Dimebag and three other people. You know, Vinnie yeah. Paul blamed Phil for that, basically. Did he really? Yeah. Saying there was uh, uh, so much bad blood in the press. And Phil Anselmo talking so much crap about Dimebag that it triggered this guy to shoot him. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, uh, uh. That's crazy to think that was 14 years ago. Lo- Loudwire is reporting. This is not nothing nothing factual. They said that uh, the report is that Vinnie Paul died from a major heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was in the picture of health whenever you saw pictures of him. No. Yeah, he always looked a little sweaty. I had a chance to meet him once, and he gave me the... Uh, 
like there was a group of us there and it was all exciting he had a he was sitting at a table we came over because this label rep brought us over anyways he shook his hand it was dead fish and he's like hey you guys can't sit here he's like there's other tables Really? That was, that was my interaction with those. Like, uh, he was ah. very nice. He, yeah. I, I no, I've heard he's always once. nice. I think it's just a weird moment. Once with the band Hell Yeah, he was very nice. I have his drumsticks upstairs. He oh. gave me a set of drumsticks. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I have them upstairs, the Vinnie Paul drumsticks. Yeah, it was very nice. They're in that box. Very it's, nice, man. It's a shame. It says Vinnie Paul's drumsticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, if you ever see a picture of that guy, he's always got a drink in his hand. Every story you heard about him was him partying hard. Yeah. I heard, I forget what hockey player told me a story about the Stanley Cup being at his house. So when the Dallas what? Stars won the Stanley Cup, they brought the Stanley Cup to Vinnie Paul's house for a party. And somebody threw it off his deck into the pool. <laughs> you get it for a day, you do whatever you want, I guess. Wow. You know what? Having said that, I wonder if there is a list of rules. Like, here, you won the Stanley Cup, here you go, but... Here's what you cannot do. Yeah. If thrown off balcony, has to hit pool. Mike Madonna. Yeah. Well, somebody who was there told me about. Said he dented it. <laughs> yeah. Right, threw it off the deck at Vinnie Paul's house. Yep. Yeah, I, I was talking to somebody who was at that party. That's awesome. And they said it was insane. Oh, Pat. But Vinnie Paul, how old? 54, 54 years old. That's yeah. a shame. Uh, Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom took in $150 million over its first three days. Overseas, 561.5. Grand total right around 711.5. First Jurassic World made 208. First, uh, uh, that was three years ago. So uh, Jurassic World 150 here at least domestically. And then Incredibles had another good weekend, 80.9. Oceans 11, or I'm sorry, Oceans 8, 11.7 million. So uh, not doing bad at all. You know, they were making rumors. money, making money. Going was. back to, to Vinnie Paul for a second here. There were rumors that it was going to possibly be this summer that Pantera was getting back together with Zach Wilde taking the place wow. of Dimebag. Really? That'd be awesome. Wow. I think those those were eventually shot down by Vinnie Paul himself. So you know, nobody's going to replace my brother in this band. Right. Yeah. wonder how that would have been received. Very well, I think. You think yeah. so? Very well. Yeah. Well, very perfect well. pick for that. I think it would have been very well. Yeah. Very well received. Here's something that actually didn't turn to gold that Jay-Z touched, and Beyonce as well, at least not yet. It's very possible. But their surprise album that Everything is Love only managed second place in its debut. Five Seconds of Summer beat them out over mm-hmm. the weekend. 142,000 copies of their new album, Youngblood. And that, uh, well, I'm just going to call them Triple X from now on. 94,000 copies of a record from him, so... Christine Aguilera's new one that was shot and killed. Yes, uh, Christine Aguilera's new record that uh, Liberation came in at number six at sixty-eight thousand copies. So any more for her? I don't know if that's considered good, bad, okay, whatever. Uh, Anthony Bourdain was very open about his heavy drug use for many, many years of his life. Well-known bad boy. Um, in his two, uh, 2000 memoir, he talked about all the drugs and all the drinking and all yes. the partying and all that kind of stuff. Pretty much tried all mind-altering substances uh, when he was younger, when he was coming up in uh, the city of New York. His family said that there's no uh, planned uh, public memorial. He's already been cremated, as we know. His death was ruled a suicide by hanging. And here's the latest. Anthony Bourdain had no narcotics in his system when he died, except for trace amounts of like medicine for therapeutic use and a little bit of booze. But nothing inside him contributed anything to his death, according to the 
authorities on that one. Roseanne Barr sticking to her story that her tweets were not racist at all. But there's a recent podcast with her rabbi. She apologized again and even started crying this time. I have to face that this hurt people. But and when you hurt people, even unwittingly, you, there's no excuse. So I, I don't want to run and blabber off on excuses. I, I apologize to anyone who saw it or felt offended. There's no excuse for that ignorance. After repentance, remorse. And the point is to feel remorse in your heart. You can feel remorse, not just repentance. That's just a step towards feeling remorse. And when you feel remorse, you have to make recompense. I have black children in my family, and I never would have wittingly called any black person a say they are a monkey. I never would do that. I've made myself a hate magnet. And as a Jew, it's just horrible. It's horrible. Just a dumb tweet. Just a Damn. dumb one moment in time. Just a, what were you thinking? And then all the dominoes start falling. Unbelievable. How do you feel about the fact that she says she has black people in her family? I mean, she may. Well, I'm not saying she and, doesn't, but... Help me out here, but what, I mean, why... She's a, As a Jew, I feel terrible. How about as a person, you feel yeah. terrible? Like, why do you have to say that? Just uh, well, one one lapse of of reasoning and thought, and you tweet out something dumb, and now you're crying on a podcast. I don't know, man. Like, what'd you think was going to happen with that tweet? <laughs> ah, it's just Roseanne. She's crazy. Politics. It's not surprising that people took it that way, huh? In 2018. Nah, it's not surprising at all. Maybe that's just how far away from reality she was. She didn't realize. Man. You know, one of those cases of she'd been rich and famous too long. She just doesn't oh, realize. You think you're untouchable? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Seth Rogen uh, was out and about, and he was doing it. He was doing a symposium, and it was a it was a summit on brain health organized by Mitt Romney, and he was approached um, uh, for a photo by a couple of kids, and this is what happened. At one point, two young, white teenage men asked to take a picture with me. They're maybe like 16, 17. And then they said, our dad wants to meet you. And I turned around. Paul Ryan was walking towards me. Oh, okay. And he came over, just grabbed my head. And I'm just like, I'm shaking his head. I don't know what to do. And he said, can I uh, have a picture with you? And I said, no way, man. Uh, and I look over at his kids are still standing right there. And I feel very conflicted about sure, this at this sure. moment. Because it's not their fault. It's not their fault, but at the same time, they should probably learn that if they like a movie or song, the person who made that probably doesn't like their dad that much. Um, That's nice. Uh, not exactly. Huh? That's cool to do in front of the yeah. kids. That's a great example. <laughs> I'm sure the kid's just like, ah, man. You know what? how I, I would have done a different? Fan. I would have been like, hey, let's take a picture with the kids. Yeah, that's what you I know. I, I don't necessarily want to have a picture with you because I don't agree with your politics, but let's have pictures with the kids.
And that's also, I think, a sad sign of our times where you can't even sit there and be a friend with someone who has totally different views than you. Yep. It's can't ridiculous. With them. Oh, Grow man. up. Absolutely. You know what? I agree with that statement over there for sure. Michael Jackson's dad, Joe, took to Twitter on Sunday and addressed reports that he's battling terminal cancer and, quote, on his deathbed in Las Vegas in a Las Vegas hospital. And he didn't exactly clear everything up. He says, I have seen more sunsets than I have left to see. The sun rises when the time comes, and whether you like it or not, the sun sets when the time comes. He's 89 years old. Huh? It was, there was also a picture of him kind of staring out into the ocean, a sunset in the ocean. And supposedly, I've read in more than one place that the family is uh, in Vegas, quote, by his bedside, wishing him farewell. So whatever yeah, it might be, it looks like he may not be around a whole lot longer. Not real sure. Uh, what's left for Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson to be teenagers about their relationship? Anybody? Is it over top, over the top? Uh, PDA. Over the top PDA. Is it more social media messages about how great of a person he she, is and how great of a person she is? What about her writing a song for him? Oh. Well, there is something on on the new album called Pete, which is just like a musical interlude. Remember we talked about that? Uh-huh. Well, somebody on Instagram or Twitter, I guess it was Twitter, asked how long Pete is. No, the song is what they meant. And she went, oh. <laughs> like 10 inches. Oh, F. I mean, uh, the song, it's a little over a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're so cute, you bitch. <laughs> and then she also said that, no, I am not pregnant, you guys. My mood. 10 inches. Wow. I know. Him. That's actually how tall she is, too, I think. At the Which same mathematically, time, mathematically, I don't know how. Huh, that's dangerous. At the same time, though, Riz, uh, how would you know? King Scott is forty-eight inches. Just because somebody says it doesn't mean it's true. Thank you. Thank you. He's actually Thank you. Thank you. I'm the arch. Of indeed. How do you walk with that thing? <laughs> it's very tough. <laughs> and uh, finally, Michael Rappaport, the actor, he hasn't been doing a whole lot of acting lately. Does anybody know what he's doing? He was on a show. Yeah, I thought he was on a show. Well, he's doing a he's doing sideline reporting for that big three, the 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 basketball thing with all the retired. He's doing that's still a thing. He's apparently yeah, exactly. That's what I thought when I first saw this. Like, oh, that's still going on. So he's doing sideline reporting for that. Okay, and yes, he is an actor. Maybe he's doing stuff that I just not uh, familiar with. So he's hanging out with a few of the players on a plane. They were going to or coming from whatever. Uh, and he sees a guy go for the door, like the door oh. to open the plane. And this Yikes. is in mid-flight. And we've had recent horror stories about how well that turns out. So as uh, as he as he's going after the door, Rappaport grabs this guy and and gets him in a headlock, throws him to the ground. A few of the players help restrain him as well. You know, obviously, if you open the door, it's all over for everybody on the plane. They keep an eye on him until the plane lands. Cops talk with the guy, and after being interviewed by the cops, he has let go. I thought you can't open the plane door when it's in the air. I don't know. I wouldn't want to find out. Turns out it was all an accident. The guy thought it was the bathroom door, and he went for the door to open it, thinking that the toilet was on the other side of that Uh, door. Now, I've been... On a lot of planes. <laughs> you know, you could just be on one and still figure it out, you would I was, think. I was just going to say, I have not been on a lot of planes. And I know that's not where the bathroom is. I've been on, well, I know the doors do not look similar. <laughs> and also, that door, when you go, when you look out the window, there's nothing out there well, behind you, you that door. You usually don't have to break glass or pull 
a plastic piece to get the the giant red lever. <laughs> what if that was the that case? That says, yeah. "Don't open this. It's yeah. not the bathroom." Oh man, I'm on the plane. Oh man, I gotta go potty. I guess I'm just gonna have to hold it. I guess I'm just gonna have to hold it. Can't get this door open. Jeez. Isn't that crazy, though? And he, he put up a video talking about it, and all the players in her background are laughing and everything. But could you imagine? And the guy talked to the cops, and they believed him and said, hey, look, it was an accident. I thought it was the bathroom door. Unbelievable. Okay. On TV tonight, you got So You Think and Can Dance, also American Ninja Warrior. And tonight is the series premiere of the reboot of Double Dare. Oh, tonight. Oh. Remember, we never mentioned who the host is. You know who the host is? Who? I don't know it either. But Michael Rappaport. Liza Koshy. Yeah, she's a YouTube. Yeah, she's a big oh, yeah, YouTuber person. Liza Koshy is uh, your host. Uh, Crappy Birthday is Ricky Gervais is 57. Lala Anthony is 39. Uh, Jeff Cohen. Anybody know that name? Jeff Cohen, yes. He is Chunk from the Goonies. You got it. 44 years old. Angela and a, Kinsey. And a, I think a lawyer, like a Hollywood lawyer, like does That's pretty well funny. for himself. Uh, Angela Kinsey, that is uh, Angela on The Office. She is 47. Jimmy Walker is 71. Carly Simon is 73. Uh, today's Burton birthday of the day. Hold the line. Rosanna. Africa. Rosanna. Mother F and Toto. David Page is 64 years ago. He's a singer? Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh, would you have known that? Birthday, no. <laughs> David uh, Page, if you would have said that, I would have known. <laughs> Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Nadia Stiles. Today's birthday girl has been wrecked more than a blind Asian woman's car oh. in 442 fine films, including Bad News Bitches, <laughs> Slurpees Volume 2, oh. <laughs> Big Sausage Pizza Volume 12, Whale Tale Volume 2, in a movie called Sore Throat. Oh. And who can forget her Slurpee. And who can forget her unforgettable role in Cheap Booze and Cigarettes? Nadia <laughs> Styles, 36 years old. That's your porno birthday, Krabby Birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. What was that opening line? Today's birthday girl's been wrecked more than a blind Asian woman's car. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Why do you say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. You know, I've been, I don't either. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Patrico saw Jurassic World on Saturday. Yeah, sure the hell did. What do you think? So, so on Friday, Moon said it was eh. Yeah, Moon said it was eh. And I think it was better than eh. But not as good as the first you're Jurassic a huge World. Fan. Yeah, not as good as the first Jurassic World, but I still think it was better than A. Did you catch the uh, catch the cameo? The cameo? Yeah, spoiler, Man. guys. Spoiler. Come alert. on. Is it like the first cameo where they're sitting there at the restaurant and? No. Oh, when it was Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Yeah. No, Caitlyn Jenner. What? I can't believe I'm going to go down this road. Riz, what was Ka- where was Caitlyn Jenner? What was she doing in the movie? She was there. Just hanging out? Just hanging. kicking it? Uh-huh. I must have With missed the T-Rex. it. The T-Rex. The T-Rex change. <laughs> the credits had said, person kicking it. Caitlyn she Jenner. was kicking it with the T-Rex. <laughs> you must have missed it. Uh, Did you wait it up at all to go blank, to the bathroom or anything? Blank uh, and you missed it. I think it's good. If you're a fan of the Jurassic Park series, you'd like it, and and I think you need to go. She see was it. also on Solo. If you said, again, blink and you missed it. 
You didn't see it, huh? No, I didn't. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. All right, police in Hazelwood are looking for the woman who trashed a nail salon. And there's video, and man, this is just rotten. So the owner of Happy Nails uh, posted surveillance videos of her salon being torn apart by this chick after she was, ready for this, unhappy with the services rendered on Saturday afternoon. So she knocks down this big rack of nail polish. Bottles flying everywhere, hitting customers. One clip shows the woman slapping supplies off the salon's front desk. And the owner says she offered this woman a refund or, hey, we'll repair the nails. But she refused. So the woman left and then came back four hours later and damaged more stuff inside. So she did she, she did the damage in the first time and then left and then came back? Came and back four hours later. Damage? Wow. I didn't see that part. That's ridiculous. Now, the Hazelwood Police Department say they do know who this woman is. And they're trying to get her into custody. You'd like to say that if you were there, you tackle this woman before she left. Yeah. But she looks like she's out of control. And Mm -hmm. this is a bigger, heavyset woman. Who would probably hurt you? She looks like she could fight. Did, yeah. you see, did you see the video? Yeah, I think it's one of those, and I agree with you, and you don't know what you're going to do until you're in the situation, but it is one of those where you go, things could go worse if you did try to intervene. You know what I mean? Like, like, she could ah, probably take you. I'm not going to get hurt here. Yeah. Well, this stuff's insured. Yeah. <laughs> but just what what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. I mean, this is yeah. a clearly out-of-control woman that needs to be behind bars. Yep. At least to cool off a little bit. But they'll get her. Yeah, if you're a business owner, you see this, you go, man, you rotten biatch. <laughs> uh, Senator Claire McCaskill was at a luncheon last week. She was with uh, Senate Democrats and started choking on a piece of food during the event. Like enough where the senator out of West Virginia, Joe Manchin, rushed over, gave her the Heimlich maneuver. Probably saved her life. Wow. She broke a rib. Oh, while, he, while he was uh, doing the Heimlich. Wow. Guess what she's doing now, guys? Still on the campaign trail. She's uh, sore but thankful. Nose to the grindstone. Baby. You thought I was going to say Sue, huh? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, I didn't want to believe that, but you can't count that out immediately anymore. No, no, not anymore. nowadays. Not nowadays. Hey, guys, guess what? Have you been over to uh, Hurricane Harbor yet? Have not. No. This year. Due to their brand new ride, the Typhoon Twister, Hurricane Harbor over at Six Flags. Yeah, it looks awesome. Just opened on Saturday, and sure. now it's shut down. Okay. Also, oh, oh, limited run, I see. And now it's closed. Limited time only. It's going to be open for 45 minutes. Somebody fell out of the tube. Oh, oh boy. Wow. Like, see you out of the tube. I think they had to go to the hospital. They're not saying... If the person got hurt or it's precaution, we don't really know much about the incident. But a spokesperson says that the uh, the Typhoon Twister closed while Six Flags investigates. Closing the ride is standard protocol. So the ride is 125 feet long. It's a whirlpool bowl that spins people through this enclosed 
five-story drop. It looks fun. It doesn't look that intense. You know, it looks really fun, but it doesn't look like it's crazy. It looks, I mean, it looks like there's some drops. Okay. That if you're not holding onto the tube, you could fall off this thing pretty quickly. Yeah. And easily. That's what a human will do. And they don't account for that, you don't think? Yeah, there's, I would there's, think there's they, water down like, there. Like, oh, so there's going to be people going off of out this. of this yeah. So let's wait. It looks fun. Hmm. Yeah, it looks great. But it's closed. <sighs> it's good while it lasted. Boy, did you see there was a shooting at the Galleria on what? Saturday? Well, that was the first reports. False alarm. No shooting. Just a stabbing. So. Oh, oh okay. Sh- not okay, even news. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Let's get Woo, to the man. news then. Wow. So a guy was shopping uh, at the Afoot Action Store around 11.30 on Saturday morning, and he gets into a fight with another customer. Foot action is that like a a, a knockoff of Foot Locker? Well, there there's like there was when I was when I was in the shoe game, mm-hmm. there was four. It was <laughs> Champs, Foot Locker, Foot Action, Finish Line. I never even heard of foot, heard of uh, Foot Action. Me either. I thought it was a local brand or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. So Foot Action fight with two customers escalated. One of the guys stabbed the other in the leg. And the stabber took off with two other friends before the cops got to the mall. Now, here's the thing. The guy who was stabbed made his way out into the parking lot where he collapsed. Later in the day, around 4 o'clock, cops from at least five local jurisdictions came back to the mall because of a huge fight inside. All teenagers. Eight people arrested, three adults, five juveniles. Wow. And police are not saying if both the incidents are related. It's incredible that teens are single-handedly ruining malls. I was at the Chesterfield Mall on Saturday afternoon. The kids had a birthday party over there at that knocker ball place. You ever seen that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's they awesome. Get, they get in the big balls. Yeah. Like the giant uh, inflatable things. They're inside and they kind of run and knock into each other. Yeah. But that mall is... Dead. D-E-D. Which Dead. one is this? Chesterfield? Chesterfield. Yeah. Yeah. Dead. It's it's awful. It's sad. Yeah, it's real bad. The last time I remember I walked in there and it was like a it was a Saturday at like two PM, which you've if you've been to West County Mall or or any even Mid Rivers Mall at two PM on a Saturday, it's damn near Thunderdome. Because that's like right when everybody's there. Mm-hmm. I walked in and I could have rolled a bowling ball from one end to the other and probably not hit anybody. Oh, I'm, I was asking somebody, hey, do they still have the train? The little train that runs in the Chesterfield Mall? They do. I they, saw, they do. Yeah, I saw it last time they I was there. They do. No line. With <laughs> I, after, Five minutes after I said that, there comes the train. Empty. I haven't had somebody ride in six months. <laughs> Let's get the cobwebs dusted off. I hate to say this, but the Macy's there, the best place in town for sales. Super cheap. Well, the Sears, I mean, that's closing, and they're doing, like, everything must go sale. Mm. I saw the big signs over there for that. Oh, you know what? We were talking about the outlet mall that's on the same side as the the new golf place closing. Taubman, yeah. Yeah, Taubman, I was in the Lucky Brand store over the weekend. Man, oh man, are they getting ready. I don't know if they're doing this on purpose because they're shutting down, but they are 40 to 70% off of stuff. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it didn't say anything about like a closing sale or anything, but that's why I went in there, because of us talking about it, I knew they were closing it. Man, oh, man, they got deals. Uh, I felt bad for the train conductor for the mini train at the at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> there what she if was. That, what if that's the only thing on her resume? She was in full gear. Mall train conductor. Full train conductor gear with the empty mm. train. <laughs> I'll pay you to get on, please. Excuse me, would you like a ride on Okay. Excuse me, would you like a ride on the... Excuse me. That's her day right there. Yep. And there's just gates in front of all the stores. Are the Cheesecake Factory's open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AMC Cheesecake. Yeah, the AMC does good business. And that bookstore. V-Stock. V-Stock. Yeah. That's... I can't believe V-Stock is still open. That's ridiculous. I mean, I'm glad for them. Don't get me wrong. But all the other places similar to that... That have closed. V-Stock and it's does in a mall. Okay. V-Stock I mean, does very well. Listen, I'm, I'm happy. I'm glad. I haven't seen the books, but <laughs> every time we go to the mall, and if we're at a mall where there's a V-Stock, I have you to gotta stop go in. in. Yeah. I go in and I end up buying like some weird autobiography or something. Like I'm like, why did I need to spend nine dollars on this autobiography that I'm never going to read? Okay, cool. Chris Jericho, the wrestler. Now I'm going to read about his life. Cool. <laughs> Buy that album about raining tacos. Even though I will tell you this, I will tell you this, I did buy, that's a true story, I saw that like in the autobiography section they had Chris Jericho, the wrestler's autobiography, and I bought it, and then when I opened up the page, it was autographed. That's a great find. Whoa. Mm -hmm. That's a 12-year-old that opened it up and autographed it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, though. Uh, Somebody broke into the Hawk's Nest Package Liquor and Convenience Store in Wentzville just before midnight last Tuesday. Whoever it was threw a rock the size of a brick right through the front door. And once inside, the dude who broke in made a beeline right for the donations jar sitting on the on the front counter. Have you seen the video of this? Yeah. So he throws the rock through the window and then literally football tackles his way through. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And doesn't stop. Like, doesn't, like, tackle and then kind of fall over. He runs right through the door, right to the counter, right out the door. Mm-hmm. He went right for the donation jar and then right out. That's it. That's all he took. And the jar was a fundraiser for a community picnic. The guy got away with maybe 40 bucks. Wow. Maybe $40. They said between 35 and $40. The most. And if you have any info, the Wentzville Police Department would like to speak with you. This was for sure premeditated. Because he knew exactly what he wanted, exactly for forty bucks. Yeah, but I mean, he probably didn't know how much was in there. But he probably said, "Hey, I, I bet they keep that on the counter. I'm just gonna barge in, take it, and roll." Isn't that a liquor place? Yeah. Are you saying why didn't he take booze or anything? Yeah, there's some that are worth money there. Yeah. Why is there a, a tip jar at a liquor store? It's, it's a, not it's a tip a, jar. It's a donation. It's a donation. Jar. Jar. Oh, donation jar. Gotcha. Oh, for yeah. A community for, the, for the community picnic. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now I got it. Oh. And finally, locally, we've seen this story before. Burglary at Southern Armory. Southern Armory on Watson in Crestwood. This happened on Saturday morning. Bunch of guys pulled up in a burgundy and silver car around 3.45 a.m., used a crowbar to break through a window, and they didn't get anything. Not a thing. Crestwood police are investigating. That's good news. Well, they were broken into last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, during that whole spree of somebody doing it to several different places like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they lock everything up over there. Yeah, thank God. So this was a big story over the weekend. In a Lexington, Virginia, 
there's a restaurant that, that's become a, a focus of controversy after Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the White House press secretary. She said she was asked to leave on Friday night. She was asked to leave because of her position in President Trump's administration. So she tweeted from her official account that she was told by the owner of the Red Hen, that's the name of the the restaurant, that she would have to leave, quote, because I work for the president and I politely left. She said that the incident said more about the restaurant owner than it did about her, saying, I always do my best to treat people, including those I disagree with, respectfully, and will continue to do so. Now, the owner of this red-handed place, the, 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 I guess a co-owner, her name is uh, Stephanie Wilkinson. She uh, told the Washington Post that after her staff called to tell her that uh, Sarah Sanders had come in, she went to the restaurant. When she got there, the press secretary was already eating. Like she was with other people. She was with a party. She was already served. They had the cheese plates on the table. And she spoke to the employees. The owner spoke to the employees. And and she said that she told him, tell me what you want me to do. I could ask her to leave. She says the employees told her yes. And she privately asked her to leave. And she, I guess the press secretary left without incident. She told the Post, I'm not a huge fan of confrontation. I have a business, and I want the business to thrive. This feels like the moment in our democracy when people have to make uncomfortable actions and decisions to uphold their morals. But but why did why did they ask her to leave? Why did the employees want her to leave? Because they weren't a fan of the president. And the fact that she's the press secretary in the administration, get out. In their opinion, she's guilty by association, I guess. Right, yeah. And, of course, when the press secretary tweeted this out, it created a whole social media uproar. People criticizing the restaurant. Mm-hmm. People supporting the restaurant. And I know their Yelp page has been flooded with negative reviews. Man. See, again, isn't that a great opportunity if you have a totally different opinion of someone to bring him into your place and yeah, love on him and be like, hey, look, it's cool. Here's my idea, but whatever. Hang that's out. what people are saying, Welcome and again, here. people are supporting what the restaurant did. They have Listen, a right, I, I guess. But. I, I can't say for certain what I would do in that situation, but if I own a business and you come into my business as a patron, as 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 a human being, I I don't necessarily care what your views are. As long as you are sitting at my restaurant, you're eating my food, you're going to pay your bill, you're going to take care of your waiter, your waitress, and then you're going to go, then that's you. I'm not going to sit there and go because you believe this. Get out! Like that's that's know. that I, that seems a little harsh. When, to when me. you do what they did, you're setting yourself up for a lot of criticism. And I just want to run a business. Yeah. I'm just looking to make sure my employees are taken care of. Hey, if that's what you believe, that's what you believe. You're right. You're you're. You have a right to do it. Yeah. And and on the fact of taking care of your employees and just being devil's advocate here, she apparently, what I read was she talked to the employees well, and, the, said, yeah. and the employees. I think it has to do with their lifestyles. I think she has, I think there was some employees that are 
either gay or 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 something and she talked to them because of that lifestyle and she was supporting her her employees sure you're gonna get some backlash you're gonna get some backlash you want to support your employees yeah it's free speech you can do what you want it's your business say whatever you want you you want and you can get get it handed to you as well there are the consequences so if you if you think that's okay for your business plan and i don't think i don't know if you mentioned this now but i think she i think the restaurant was closed the next day I think they're back open since then, but I think they had to close down. And can you imagine how much that hurt the employees that yeah. you're trying to support? Hey, we have to close. Now you don't get your tips. Now you don't get your wages. We got to close for a day to let this go away. Again, if that's your business plan, if you want to, you want to take your it's business tough. there. Good luck, man. You got to support your employees, but in the same respect, you got to close the next day, and now your employees that you're supposed hey. to support are not getting their wages. Hope you made the right choice. Yeah. Do what you want to do. It's your business. Nobody's going to stop you. And from what I read, uh, this Huckabee Sanders handled it very professionally, even paid for the food because it was already being prepared, yeah. the food that hadn't come out yet. Yeah. I mean, is it professional, though, to go to Twitter and well, that's that the do what she did yeah. and call out the place? I think the president just called it out, too, this morning. Oh, that my place. goodness. See, that's such a bummer because we don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you weren't there. I don't know. Oh, that's that's very silly. Strange times, guys. Yeah. Strange times. Strange yeah. times. Be quick to forgive. That's the easy thing. Yeah, I mean, Saul on Twitter here says, uh, and this is a supporter of the restaurant, she was asked to leave for being the lying mouthpiece for this administration. All right. Oh, I thought she hated red hens. Then why would she be there, Scott? That doesn't make sense. I know. I thought she was there to cause trouble. Uh, Women in Saudi Arabia finally able to legally get behind the wheel yesterday after the longtime ban on women driving came to an end. Yes, yesterday. Alrighty. I thought there was going to be clapping. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is Riz clapping. that's, That's him being positive. That is great. Saudi Arabia is now facing a shortage in a blinker fluid. Oh, boy. <laughs> Natty, do you know why women were banned from driving for so long? No. I do. Go ahead, Jeff. Because they're really bad drivers. Nope. Oh. Ultra conservatives had deemed that women driving would lead to sin and expose women to harassment. So it was for their own good, guys. Oh, no, duh. That totally makes sense. <laughs> Right. Yeah, for I mean, their own good. Now, yeah. yeah, that's nice. That's nice. The guys to think about the ladies yeah. that way. Yeah. See, I thought they were being jerks, but no, no, they were just being cool. No. So Saudi Arabian women had to rely on their husbands, fathers, and brothers, and hired drivers to get them around. But uh, since the king over there announced that women would be allowed to drive, Saudi clerics now say it's religiously allowed. So congratulations, ladies. Yeah. You're able to get behind the wheel. Good for you. It's easier for them to go grocery shopping that way, right, then. Yeah. Although well, there, there's, there was kind of a cloud over the whole thing. There was uh, the unexpected arrest last month of three women who took part in a protest back in 1990 to allow women to drive. And other women who campaigned for the right years later. Some of these ladies have been released, 
But three of those still detained are, I guess, icons of the women's rights movement in Saudi Arabia. And they've been accused of national security crimes, including working with foreign entities to harm the interests of the kingdom. So because of this rule change, are they going to be okay then? No, they're still in jail. Wow. That doesn't make a lot of sense. No, nope. well, I guess none of this does, but. Nope. Oh, I got more news after the break, including. <sighs> now, three of us are fathers of. Of, of, of daughters. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you'd go to this length. If you didn't like your daughter's boyfriend. I'll tell you what one police officer did. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. You know the story, Scott? No, but I just like how dramatic that... And I'll tell you what one police officer did. <laughs> He's without that, a job. That, that totally was... You just datelined that. Yeah. <laughs> that was dramatic. <laughs> and I'll tell you what one police officer did. <laughs> well, he is out of a job, I'll tell you that. Hey, it's Dave Poulier here from Fuller House. That's right, it's me. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. All right, we got sex time fun facts coming up later on. Sex toy of the week, sports headline hooch. All right, dads. Dads of daughters. Check out this story. Would you th- Would you do this for your little girl? Maybe you would. Back on April 16th, a uh, police patrolman from Lorain, Ohio. His name is uh, John Kovach. He pulled over a car with a teenager driving. And there, there's dash cam video of this. He tells the driver to get out. The driver asks, for what? Officer John says, we'll make ish up as we go. Turns out the driver is dating Officer John's daughter. Oh, boy. Officer John doesn't approve of the relationship. He apparently found the boyfriend by tracing his daughter's computer to a friend's house in the neighborhood. The boyfriend was put in the back of the patrol car. Three other passengers were left in the car. The mom of one of the passengers came out of the nearby house. Officer John threatened to give the woman's daughter a $300 ticket for not wearing her seatbelt. And the mom said she was going to call 911. At that point, the officer noticed that his daughter was also in the car. He didn't know. Daughter in the back seat. Oh, really? Wow. She at first refuses to go with the dad, saying she's 18 and can't be arrested without cause. But eventually she gets into the cruiser. While all this is going on, Officer John is ignoring dispatchers, trying to send him to a road rage incident. Here's what this all sounded like. So this is the guy telling the boyfriend to get out of the car and then talking about making ish up as we go along. And then at the end, it's the daughter yelling at the dad. You can get out. You're going to jail. Get out. My car. We'll make up as we go. Oof. Okay, you can't yeah. do that. Oof. Sounds like a good guy. Oof. Any guns, knives, weed on you? What's that? Uh, obviously. Go ahead and get smart. 
so I can do something to you even more. Like? Hmm. Like what? Like, does he not realize that this is all being recorded? Like, I well, just his thinking is probably nobody's ever going to see this footage. Can't think like that anymore That's as a like police officer. Your girlfriend's boyfriend, and you arrest him. Your daughter, and no boyfriend. one's ever going to see this footage. And the other thing is, is you know, you mentioned that he was ignoring a call to go to a road rage incident. What about the fact that you said that he found this dude by tracing his daughter's computer? Yeah. While he was on duty, yeah, and I mean it, that that's pretty easy. I mean, if she got a Mac, you could do like the find my iPhone thing, right? Well, didn't they just or find a friend? Yeah, it's easy to do. But didn't last week the federal, like from the big boys in D.C. all the way down, said it's illegal for cops to use, uh, I guess, towers to track cell phones without a search warrant? Yeah, but this is a dad tracking his daughter. That's my whole point. Oh, he's on okay. the clock here. I thought and he's, he's taking care of personal yeah, business. Yeah, that's a great point too. Oh, I didn't yeah. even think about that. The fact that he is working and should be patrolling or yeah, doing sure. anything, and he's and he's doing personal business. I, I no, I get that's it. messed up. It is very messed up. But it's you know, it's anybody at their job doing whatever that's they're not supposed to be doing while they're working. Like that's not a surprise. Well, but I'm also not charged with keeping people safe. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. Goodbye. What? Goodbye. You... Goodbye. Get my car. You can't. You can't take me. I am 18. That's the daughter now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, you can get back in the car. You're in the car. No, you're not. Get my car. Why are you taking me? Get my car. Why are you taking me? You have to give me a reason. By law, you ain't. Why are you pushing me? Why are you? Why are you pushing me? Ugh, sounds like a nightmare, doesn't it? Oh, gosh, this is so sad. Yeah, that's the dad and the daughter. He's pushing her towards the patrol car. Why are you doing this? Turn on your camera, I'm going to turn it on! Get in my car. You can't! You can't! I'm not even leaving! You can't! She say you don't love me. You don't something me, yeah. Uh, you don't want me. You don't love me. Something. Wow, that's startling to hear a dad make their kid make that noise, and he has no emotion whatsoever. Yeah. Besides anger. Well, he's been fired. Officer Kovach has been fired, and the police chief said that his actions were an abuse of police authority and a serious departure from appropriate protocol. And the police department's union is appealing the decision. Officer John told some of his co-workers that his ex-wife had alerted him to a post that the boyfriend made on Facebook saying he was going to put his daughter out as a prostitute to make money for the two of them. Whoa. See, I was going to say, we don't know the full story. Now, let's... Does that post exist, though? However, the ex-wife was interviewed, and she said she didn't know what the hell he was... He was talking about what Facebook post he was referring to. Uh oh. She did say that she thought he was trying to be a good father and didn't want him to lose everything. And she and Officer John did have concerns about the boyfriend. Did you did you say anything about he said that he was tracking his daughter or that he was just trying to check up on his daughter? He said that he tra- he said that he tracked her computer. 
Like he found her through he found her looking at her computer. Looking at her. Okay, so he just found out where she was going or the area. Where she was. Because somebody brings up a good point. Like, what about the fact that he didn't even realize she was in the car, so he can't say that he was exactly tracking her. It's more he was tracking him. Yeah. It tracked her to a friend's house, I think is what it was, and then found him or something to the fact. But either way, like you said, let's say that, oh man, I heard or I saw a posting that the boyfriend's trying to put my daughter out for prostitution. Blah. You don't do this with your uniform on. Nah. Yeah. And the other thing that, too, nah. she might be going through that rebellious stage right now and he's just freaking out about she's it. She's 18. Yeah. She's probably going a little goofy. Yeah. That's a whole lot of wrong right there. Yeah. Hmm. All right, you tell me if... Uh, uh, that definitely was an overreaction. I'll agree with that. <laughs> you tell me if this was an overreaction. It is. It was an overreaction. This is a gray area here. So two women were at a Wendy's drive through in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. They're waiting for their food in the parking lot. A female employee brings the food out to them, but the customers were pissed about how long it took. And the women all started fighting. Now, here's here's where the question comes in. Overreaction or not. A male employee... 22-year-old Xavier McCree came out with a shotgun and shot their car. Mm, gray area. But, yeah, it might be an Nobody overreaction. Nobody was hurt. <laughs> no one was hurt. <laughs> Nobody was hurt. Just an awful shot? Um, I'm going to stand by my original statement and say, yes, okay. this was an overreaction. All right. Yeah, I will give it to you. Xavier arrested, charged with dis- uh, discharging a firearm within city limits, so. Wendy's did fire him. And uh, finally, in your news, there's a guy out there who was temporarily paralyzed and almost died, all because, let's just say, he never bothered to eat a bowl of prunes. This is something that will never happen to Jeff Burton, will never be a problem for (laughs) Jeff Burton. So doctors in Australia just published a report about a 53-year-old guy who recently came to the ER because he was having serious stomach pains and he'd lost all feeling in his right leg and was like the right leg was cold to the touch. Oh boy. And when the doctors checked him out, they figured out what was wrong. He really needed a poop. What? Apparently he had a serious backup of impacted stools and they were causing so much pressure in his abdomen that they cut off the blood flow to his legs. And that pressure was on the verge of potentially killing him. How does it get to that point before you throw up a red flag and go see somebody? So they performed emergency surgery and removed approximately four and a half pounds of compacted uh, duty. This dude had a four and a half pound duty? Like he had to. It took him 17 days before he could walk again. Can you oh, imagine the, the smell of that operation room? <laughs> That operation room would have smelt four and a half pounds of duty. He, he honestly he he gave he gave duty birth. Yeah, four and a half pounds. Four and a half pounder. This is a South Park episode. Yeah, it's a duty. He did make a full recovery, which is good, and they put him on a diet to help fight constipation. So it almost killed him. Yeah, don't eat sand. Almost killed him. That's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Patricia.
Trico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Cardinals put up five in the fourth to split the series against the Brewers yesterday in Milwaukee. Final score, 8-2. to two. Luke Weaver picked up his fourth win of the year. Tonight, Cards back in town. They take on the Cleveland Indians. First pitch, scheduled for 7-15. John Gant gets the start. I heard that after, what was it, Friday night's loss? that Matheny is definitely on the chopping block. Really? Well, did you also hear the funny story about what happened this weekend with Carlos Martinez? What? He had a terrible outing. Like, I mean, terrible, terrible outing. So bad that there was one pitch where he threw and, like, halfway through, decided against it and ended up, like, like just throwing it, like, almost 12 feet wide. Like, it was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. He said he was haunted by a spirit in his hotel room, and that's why he pitched terrible the next day. Because he, somebody had put a curse on him. Seems totally legit. That's how bad it's getting when you are blaming the supernatural. Oh, man. Is Matheny on the on the chopping block? I would assume he has to be. I mean, he is he is not managing this team well. That's for sure. Or are they just not good enough players on the team? I mean, that too. But Dude, I mean, how I, about the people above him that that formed this team? At some point, yes, but but again, at some point you have to start looking at management. Are you yeah. giving me a hot take right now? Is no, that what you're doing? Are no, you giving me a hot take? Be. It no. sounded like I've heard them before. That's a hot take. No, no. That was a That's a hot take. That was a lukewarm take, take at anything. Another thing I read is that they need to put in players that are doing really great and take out the ones that aren't doing great mm-hmm. so they can win. Ooh, that is nice, now nice. That, another That's a hot over. take. Uh, the L.A. Dodgers hit seven solo home runs in their 8-7 to win over the Mets yesterday, and that ties a Major League Baseball record. Again, seven solo home runs. Uh, it started off with a back-to-back homer, and then um, uh, one, uh, one guy hit two home. I mean, it was crazy. Seven different solo home runs. Again, a Major League record. Blues selected right winger Dominic Bach with their first-round pick on Friday. He was the 25th pick overall. Blues actually traded up to get him. Other than that, kind of a quiet weekend for the Blues. I loved his dad as the lead singer of Skid Row. He was. That, oh, Sebastian Bach. Sebby? Yeah, yeah we call him Sebby. Yep. Uh, they did pick up a one-year option of Nikita Sochnikov. Uh, Sporting News gave the Blues a C-plus on their draft. Uh, it was actually a quiet draft throughout the league, really. I mean, nothing yeah. really big, not a whole lot of movement. I'm hearing we, we, we we're going to lose a Carter Hutton this week. Yeah, uh, he's in right now. He's in talks with eight different teams. Yeah, come so. on, hang in here. It's uh, it's a uh, he's he's gonna it's go. over with. He's going to go, and again, I get too invested in the players we talk to. Damn it! And, and look at you crying gonna, over my there. My heart's going to break. Yep. What is it? The Blackhawks are talking to him. Mm-hmm. The Islanders. Yeah. There was a there was a handful of teams. I texted with him slightly over the weekend, just a little bit, and he didn't mention anything, and I didn't bring it up. But it it just feels like it, doesn't it? Well, it just good feels for him. like he's going to get paid. Yeah, yeah that's for and sure. uh, Kachuk's kid, I guess, got picked. What was it? Fifth? Fifth overall. Yeah. Bra- wow. Brady Bradley. Brady. Yeah, I believe. Uh, Fifth Carl. overall. Carl Kachuk's Carl. still not. He he's not. He's uh, we went on. He went on draft. He went on draft. Did anybody yeah. see any of the draft at all? No. There was one kid that got picked in the top three, and I can't remember his name, but he has a brother who is projected to be the number one pick next year. Then he's got another brother who's 14 years old that's already getting looked at by everybody. Three sons, they're all just destined for the NHL. Ridiculous. I'm sure everybody saw the picture that was going around from the draft 
of the woman in the stands. Oh yes, with her legs. Oh yeah, that's that's there it is. Wait, what, what, what was she doing with her legs? Oh, you didn't see this? Uh, apparently she not. was sitting on some oh, stairs. Oh, yes, I did see. And Sorry, you yeah. can see up her skirt. And yeah. she had no undies on. Oops. Or they were nude color. That's what not, I read. I'm not sure what they were, but I mean, it looks, you could see. It looks, <laughs> it looks, uh, you could see. More Stuff. World Cup action kicks off today. Saudi Arabia plays Egypt at 9 a.m. Uh, Uruguay and Russia start at the same time. No 10 a.m. game, but two 1 p.m. games. Uh, Iran takes on Portugal and Morocco plays Spain. Today's matches are the first of the final group stage matches. Are so. those Eastern times or, or Central times? I believe they're Central times. I think. Well, coverage starts at 8, so the game starts at 9. Bubba Watson won the 2018 Travelers Championship with the 17 under par. Think about that. The U.S. Open was won at a plus 1, 1 over par. This tournament won at 17 under. Pretty impressive. Again, that's Bubba Watson. And uh, finally here, tennis bad boy Nick Kyrgios. He got caught pleasuring... His water bottle oh, on the sideline during a yaw, uh, loss in London on Saturday. And the mimicked Joe session was him just having some fun because he knew it was hilarious. It's absolutely hysterical. But it was caught on camera. And now, guess what? He was just fined $20,000 for that. Uh, it's not $20,000 worth hilarious. No. Yeah. Uh, it comes out of his $140,000 in prize money that he earned with a semifinal appearance. He's young and stupid and 23 years old, but it was hilarious. See the video up on today's blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by Mort's Royce Jewelry. Check them out online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's go to Canton, Georgia, where four employees of a Wendy's location are under arrest after they were caught dealing meth out of the restaurant. You got it. Unbelievable. After an investigation, the four were taken into custody last Thursday around 2 p.m. at the Wendy's where they worked. The place was forced to close for a couple hours. The investigation concluded that the four were dealing small amounts of meth out of the restaurant and had been doing so for a couple weeks. The manager, a cook, and two front of house people were were busted. Unbelievable. <laughs> so it was like a ring. It was a ring of meth dealing. Wow. Uh, just pull on through and just get yourself a, J- a Dave's Juicy Double. Uh-huh. I'll take a Dave's Juicy Double, um, a baked potato with chili on it, and smeth. Well, it's usually like a code word mm. yeah, they would use. I'll take Frosty. an. I'll take an. Uh, <laughs> I'll take an extra large Diet Coke. Uh-huh. That's it. I'll take a unsweetened tea, add the natural sugar. Ah, uh-huh. uh-huh. you got it. Now you got it, Patrico. That's, You're good at this. Yeah, man. So you go from Canton, Georgia. These four. <laughs> Today's headline news. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah! The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun facts. I know there is a World Cup game going on right now. Who's playing? Yep. I ain't seen... Is it the U.S. USA and somebody US else. And, it uh, is. Mexico. There's two games. Uruguay and Russia and Saudi Arabia and Egypt. Uh, well, there's a lingerie company that apparently thinks women need some motivation to watch the World Cup. So there's a Mexican underwear retailer named Vicky Form. They recently unveiled a pair of panties that vibrate when soccer players score a goal. 
world seems to be a better place now. Uh-huh. Wow. We're there, guys. We're there. A uh, commercial for this uh, particular set of underwear notes that the undies, quote, are linked to a robot that interprets the action and transforms it into vibrations in real time. People are not happy. How come? They're calling it sexist. Why? Why? Outrage, guys. Outrage. Why can't it? Why can't people have a good time? I don't get it. I don't understand. Sounds fun. Yeah, you're not forcing women to wear this stuff. Mm-mm. Right? Yeah, that's where it would go wrong. Yeah, if you're forcing women to wear these underwear. Yeah. Not if it's a choice. Uh, give them to me. Let's play some. So- let's watch some soccer. Lighten up. Yeah. Uh, the cheating site, AshleyMadison.com, they, uh, which I didn't know was still around, by the way. I th- yeah, I thought yeah. after that, that breach, it got shut down. And remember, there, there was a giant hack, what, two years ago? Yeah. Where it was revealed that there were, what, 60 million guys on the site and one lady. Yes. <laughs> she is tired. Let me tell you. <laughs> so AshleyMadison.com, they just released new stats on the cities where people are most likely to cheat on their spouse. And they looked at how many new users they got in each city last year. And Seattle had the biggest jump. Why? No idea. You might remember a couple years ago when a data breach exposed Ashley Madison for using bots to make it look like there were more women than there really were. Mm -hmm. It turned out it was just basically scummy dudes. That's it. All right. (laughs) Only about 10. No, here was the stats. Only about 10,000 of their 6 million active users were women. Good news, Ashley Madison users. It was not bots. Bad news, all dudes. But but now, guys, they swear a bunch of real-life ladies are on there looking for action. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> guys, we swear this time. Just try again. We wouldn't lie. <laughs> we wouldn't cheat. <laughs> yeah, companies based on cheating. We wouldn't cheat. Anyway, Trust the, ten, them. the 10 cities that saw the biggest spike in signups last year were Seattle, Denver, Dallas, Philly, San Jose, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Houston, Charlotte, and Austin. So St. Louis, we did not make the list. Woo. Darn. Woo. You know, despite all the recent trouble that Facebook has been dealing with over user privacy, new research, new research found that, that lots of people are interested in using the dating service that it announced last month. It, I guess it I, did it launch already. This dating service. Uh, I have to look it up. They announced it last month. I'm not sure if it's up and running yet. But uh, in fact, the, the the survey from this uh, research firm discovered that the majority of Facebook users who already uh, who already use a paid or free dating app would be interested in using the company's online dating service. Of those Facebook users who use a paid dating app, 43% said they would be extremely interested and 32% said they would be interested. And among Facebook users who use a free dating app, 31% said, sure, they'd be extremely interested. And 28% said, yeah, we'd be interested. All I see here is at a future date. Yeah. I'm looking too, and it says uh, that there isn't one. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yet. It's going to be huge, apparently, when it launches. I bet it will. Yeah. 
They also have good expectations for the dating service. When they were shown a mock-up of the new feature, a total of 49% said they expect it to be either better or somewhat better than other dating apps. While 35% said they expect it to be roughly as good. Now, as far as dating apps go, I know Scott tried Tinder out. Yeah. What was the problem? It's just, uh, I guess. Too many, too many people on there, too many options. There's that, and it's just so weird. Like, I mean, I know it's the whole modern thing, but yeah, the, the swiping deal, and then they have to connect with you as well, right? So, I don't know. It's very tough. And my mustache and long hair didn't help. Mm. I don't, don't blame that. Oh, my face. Don't yeah. blame that either. There you it's go. The face. You're it. a dreamboat. Yeah. Don't blame any of that. Just blame the fact that it's the Thunderdome out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that I don't have to be in that world anymore. It just it's scary out there. It's scary. Now, besides Tinder, I mean there are a lot of dating apps out there. There are. There's a whole bunch. Like I got a list here that they're saying are underrated. Have you ever have you ever heard of Coffee Meets Bagel? I think we may have talked about these guys once before. Yeah. I've Write heard of it just down, from Scott. here. Okay. These are dating apps. Scott, that, are, that Write if you're it sick down. of Tinder, these are good dating apps for you. Coffee Meets Bagel, a dating app that allows women to choose which men get to talk to them and focuses on giving a limited amount of quality matches. Guys get up to 21 matches each day and they're given the option to like or pass. After that, the app picks the best matches for women among the men who liked them. There's Wingman. This is a dating app that lets you play matchmaker for your family and friends. First, you create a profile for your friends and search for people they might be interested in. If you find someone your friend might like, you make the first introduction and your friend will be able to view who you matched with them. That's Wingman. Man. Patrico? Yes. Create a profile. Right. Yes, that is hilarious. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> yes. there's an app called Happen, H-A-P-P-N. A dating app that allows you to find people you have crossed paths with or been in their close proximity. Every time you cross paths with another Happen member in real life, their profile will show up in your timeline. And you That's can see the number creepy. of times you've crossed paths. That's kind of creepy, to be honest with as you. As well as block them from seeing you were near them. Wow. It's basically public stalking. Yeah. But, like, not even knowing that you're doing it. Well, I mean, think about it. If you're looking for somebody who goes to the same places as you, I don't, or the, therefore having the same interests... Yeah, but it's a, yeah, a one-way viewing, though. Right. That's the weird thing. I'm no, no, because if you're on the app... I guess they and could do the same the thing app, to you. It's the same thing. Yeah, I get that. But I mean, I'd much rather somebody say, hey, I like going to bread company than going, me pulling up an app and going, Susie's been at bread company five times this week. Sure. Uh, and, but there's the option to block them. There's a taste buds. A dating app that connects people through their taste in music. And the app connects, uh, connects you with people nearby who have the same music taste as you by sharing your favorite music and songs from iTunes. I think that's kind of cool. There's a dating app called Double. A dating app where friends can make conjoined accounts 
and go on double dates. I just saw conjoined and I thought this was for conjoined twins. No. And I'm like, this is there's a small market here. This app allows you to invite friends to pair up to swipe onto the pairs together. And you can be part of as many friend pairs as you want and on, anonymously like or dislike other pairs nearby. There's a, an app called Badoo, B-A-D-O-O. A dating app that gives you the choice to not only match with, but discover people nearby or in a location similar to Tinder. Start by making a profile, set up your location preferences, and begin matching with people dependent on location. That's Badoo. There's an app called Now. A dating app that lets you search for users available at the same times as you, so so you can meet them whenever and for however long if you're available. So, for example, if if I could say, hey, I'm going to be in St. Charles from 3 to 5, and it would match me with women that posted, they'll be in St. Charles between 3 and 5. Uh, I think so. I mm-hmm. think that's that's kind of cool. Works. The app allows you to uh, tell people what kind of relationship you're searching for, let others know when you're available, and pick out your preferred dating activities. Hmm. And once you've set your preferences... You could send date invitations with exact meetup times and prearranged locations. Are these all are these apps new or just ones that we don't hear about? So we don't hear about a little bit we of hear, each. I mean, oh. Tinder's got good marketing. Sure. There's one called Sweat, S W E A T T, a dating app that allows physically active people with similar fitness goals to connect, and the app matches people based on their workout frequency. And when they usually go to the gym. Elite Singles is a dating app that connects people who are looking for more serious relationships. And the app picks three to seven matches a day based on your education, location, personality, and relationship preferences. That's probably one I need to say. Elite Singles? Yeah, elite, I need to sign up for that Elite one. Singles. Yeah, that uh, sounds more like my my world. One of our mutual friends just texted me and said that we really need to sign you up on Grindr. Oh, yeah, that's, that's where you're going to have the best I luck. I think you should, yeah. Could you imagine if you were signed up to a dating app that only, I know this is just part of this Elite Singles, but you were only matched up with another person just based on education? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that? Like, just think about your education. How far you went in school. I'm sure there are a lot of some colleges that- out there. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, you're right. You're probably 100% yeah. right. My date would just be the Looney Tunes song playing. Uh-huh. Just sitting there smiling. <laughs> oh, it looks like I have a match. Let's pull this up. Hey. She's perfect. Uh, There's Field, F-E-E-L-D. This is a dating app for singles and open relationships. First, create a a profile and add your sexual orientation and what you're looking for in others. It's that simple. It's Field. Reveal is a dating app that puts the woman in charge. The app allows women to browse anonymously and only be seen by guys they swipe right on. That's Bumble, essentially. Yeah. That's that's exactly what Bumble is. Women are given access to men's relationship preferences before deciding to like or pass. This also allows women to avoid being seen by guys they know in real life. I guess with Bumble, with Bumble, the way it works is so like uh, if I swipe on a, on a gal and she swipes on me, then she can reach out to me. I can't reach out to her. This is... A woman doesn't even know, or a guy doesn't even know that a woman's looking at him, right? That's what this is saying? Yeah. It's totally in the woman's hands. And one more. Clover. 
is an app that makes it really easy to find someone and set up a date. Create an account and decide if you want to swipe through other users or just browse. You could choose from local places to go on a date or let your match decide. You could also join mixers that focus on your similar interests and look for users within those groups to match up with. That's Clover. I'm kind of bummed. There's one day left off of here, and it's, uh, uh you'll do. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. The settling app. Oh, that's <laughs> called <laughs> Tinder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, if you get that first date, you should probably take a shower before, beforehand. Yeah. Oh. Right? That's a trick. You would, okay. think, you would think so. If you have a first date tonight, Take a shower beforehand. I'm writing this down. Because that is the biggest turnoff for a first date. There was a survey that found the biggest turnoffs on a first date, and poor hygiene, 77% said turnoff. Huh. Crazy. That, that has to be a thing, huh? Uh-huh. Someone, wow. That's interesting. People don't realize that. I'll tell you what I hate in that. Stinky dudes. This may be crazy, but Bad manners was number two. 73% said that's, that's a big turnoff. Constantly looking at your phone. 57% said that's a turnoff. Swiping. Still, yeah. Still <laughs> swiping while on a date. Uh, getting too drunk. That's a turnoff on a first date. 54% said. Bragging. Is turned off says ninety uh, says forty nine percent being controlling, checking out other people on a first date. Forty one percent said at turn off, talking badly about your ex. Thirty nine percent say that's a turn off, complaining and treating your server poorly. Thirty seven percent say yes that is a turn off, but what isn't a turn off? Using a coupon. Believe it or not, 79% of people said it's totally fine these days to use a coupon on a first date. I think we we answered an email a while back about this. And is there anything wrong with it? No. Should you do it? Probably not. I mean, this this says it's okay. At least on a first date, probably not the best move. Hey, baby, how you doing? 79% said it's all right. I got a free app. My date loves holding lines up. I got a Groupon. Groupon. We're going Holding to a restaurant up. Where are you going Groupon. to a restaurant yeah, that's got to, a line? Where are you going to Schnucks Foster, before yeah. the date? Where are you going to McDonald's? Hear, the coupon is almost a cuss word nowadays. So I hear that and it just is frustrating. Oh, just because it slows everything down? Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I don't think I would do it, but if somebody had a coupon. I, mean, I, I would it. definitely remember it. It would definitely stick out, but it wouldn't be a deal breaker. And before we get to the sex toy, which is a doozy today. Yikes. I've got a new uh, a new dating term for you. Can anybody figure out what Gatsbying is? Gatsbying. If I knew what the great Gatsby was, I could probably tell you, but I don't, so nope. I'm guessing dressing up real fancy. I'm just going to say it's nice to see people are trying to make up new words by using highbrow literary references. It's refreshing. So Gatsbying. That's when you do something big on social media, but even though everyone can see it, you're doing it just to get the attention of the one person you're into. And the term is based on The Great Gatsby, where Gatsby would throw these wild parties just to try to get the attention of a woman named Daisy. 
but uh, pay no attention to what eventually happens to those two characters later in the book. But Gatsbying, that's the new the new term. I saw somebody do that about a week ago. They Gatsby'd? Yeah, he's into, he. one of my friends, and he's really into this chick that works at like a humane society type of place. And I he, rescued 47 kittens. No, he posted, he posted this. He goes, I need to spend my time better thinking about volunteering at an animal shelter oh, on the weekends. No. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Come on. I know you, you gotta be kidding me with this. Cause that ain't you. That is Smooth. not you at all. But by all means, you know, Stacy over there who works at, you know, whatever's pet shop that, that helps save the dogs. She liked it. And I know he was like, yeah. Look at me taking a bath with all the puppies I adopted. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. All right. And now for the sex toy. And now, the Roger Ebert of Dildos. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. This is disturbing, to say the least. Yep. Go ahead, Patrix. This is the Master Series oh. Praying Hand. Praying Hand. This right here will cost you... $45. And your innocence. The average review, five out of five. The review comment comes from Jeff Burt. I mean, Rick. How what? would you describe this? Me? Yeah, Jeff. Um, a hand with all the fingers folded together. Okay, so this is basically like when your Italian uncle comes over and, and he goes, goes, hey, he goes what's, hey, the, matter what's the matter with you? Mm. What's the matter with you? Hey, what's mm. the matter with you? And yeah. he's got his right hand kind of waving it at you. Yep. Dude, all his fingers kind of together. That's it. Uh, the average review for this thing, again, like I said, five out of five stars. This reviewer gives and it five stars. Places. Yep. Like up on the mantle. Mm -hmm. Here is what he has to say. Let me first tell you, when I opened up the package, I was apprehensive. The flimsy base really took me back. I had no idea if I would actually be able to use this. I've been known to take toys to their limit. And this one, right off the jump, didn't look like it could handle me. However, need not worry. I abused this thing, and it stood tall. It absolutely, it's absolutely brilliant. One thing that I really did like is the fact that it's not small, but also not unrealistically huge. Sure, I Just have tried right. I have tried plugs and other devices, but these <laughs> fake hands are where it's at. I saw some other reviews saying that this was way too big, and those people must be amateurs. It worked <laughs> perfect for me. Who needs a man when you have this product? Okay. Now, if you look at it, when you ordered, you have to check a mark, a mark of like a box, like right or left-handed, or you just go with whatever they bring <laughs> I you. I think it's 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 manufacturer's choice. Ah, yeah, you go with whatever. So that's the Master Series Praying Hand, forty-five bucks, five out of five stars. This seems to be one of the must-have items. Yeah, it, it had a lot of uh, it had a lot of the reviews for five stars without comment, but I mean, like a lot of reviews on this thing. This. Careful of that uh, thumb knuckle. I call this. This, the, this is this is called the "What's the matter, you?" What's the matter, you? All right, that's the sex toy of the week. It's the Rosito Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over fifty years. Going to get to Heather Locklear and the update on her in just a second. But, Tony, you just found out somebody from Pawn Stars passed away? Uh, yeah, it says here that uh, the old man, not Rick Harrison, the guy that owns the shop, but the old man has died. Uh, it says here this is on um, from the gold and silver pawn shop. What does he look like? 
Is he the guy with the huge, the big sunglasses? That guy? Yep. Yep. He looks like his eyes are always closed. He looks like he's always squinting. What's his name? Uh, Rick Harrison. Just type in Rick Harrison, old man. And it pops up. I know that sounds bad, but that's what he called him. They called him the old man. Looks like Heisenberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they just posted on their Facebook page. It's with heavy hearts that we acknowledge the passing of Richard Benjamin Harrison, known as the old man to Pawn Star fans all over the world this morning. He was surrounded by loving family and friends, Mm. and uh, he will be missed dearly. Hashtag Pawn, but not forgotten. Oh, Oh, my my God. Well done, sir. Thank you. Way to go. And he's, he's not even listed as dead on his Wikipedia page. Yeah, and there has been several death hoax with him, according to, I just typed in what you said, Rick Harrison, old man, and there's been some death hoax. Richard but Benjamin Harrison Jr.? Yeah. So unless, unless this is, unless somebody has hacked into their Facebook page, but that is from their Facebook page. I keep mm. looking at Twitter to see if it's, but that was posted 19 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah, nothing is, nothing is trending on Twitter. Huh. Call him, see if he answers. I uh, don't have his number. In the meantime, Heather Locklear, my goodness, how long has she been out of that psych hold that she was put in? And also, obviously, in the hospital. But she was arrested last night for uh, battery on a police officer. Second time taken into custody at her house right before midnight. Booked for two counts of misdemeanor battery upon an officer and an and emergency personnel. Uh, the original 911 call was uh, for disturbance. Cops get there. She was heavily intoxicated. Family member called. Heather uh, was extremely agitated, punched a responding deputy who was trying to separate Heather from members of her family. So the cops show up, try to help out, defuse the situation. Heather lets you get you over here, away from the family members, and she takes a swing at the deputy. Then paramedics arrive, and while putting her on the gurney, she kicked an EMT. Jesus, man. Taken to a hospital, she gets checked out. Then she was taken to jail where she was booked, and she was being held on $20,000 bail. And if you remember, she was placed in involuntary psychiatric hold last week after supposedly uh, choking her mom and attacking her dad. So as we said last time she got arrested, something going on there. She needs the help. I'm still looking on this uh, Rick Harrison thing. Can't find really much on him. I mean, it's from their it's from their official Facebook page. So I mean, I don't. So she's back in jail. Heather Locklear. Hmm. So she swung at a cop. Swung at a cop. Swung at an or kit. Tried to kick an EMT as well. So. Uh, there's some audio in here for this, and I'm not exactly sure where in the movie this is this takes place. But you know this the the, the movie Tommy Boy. Yeah, 1995, I think, is when it came out, and there is now a concept album based on the movie Tommy Boy. This guy named Dave Paulson uh, put together songs that have to do with the movie. So there's a song called Sandusky. There's a song called Golden Child, My Old Man, Here It Comes, Feel Like Home. And it's on Spotify if you want to check it out. And if you're really hardcore with the Chris Farley and the David Spade, you can buy it at SanduskyOH.co. So here's a sample. We'll trace the dotted line Crossing our hearts and hope you'll sign So it's a concept album that goes along with the movie, Tommy Boy. And I mean, the guy's guy's good. 
They obviously put a lot of time into it. So, And also, do you remember the video for Justify My Love, the Madonna video? Oh, yeah. From years ago. Very controversial at the time. Yeah, a lot of sex and nudity in there. Mm-hmm. I may or may not have rented that video. You rented the video, of at course. At the... Uh, well, they, sort they would the show street. the censored version on MTV all the time. Yes, and there Wasn't was a Prince in it. I don't recall Prince being. All I remember it. is the Wayne's but, World parody of it. I don't know. Maybe was, was he it in the Wayne's movie? World? What was that? Was it? Was it from the movie? Where Gar? Or, uh, yeah, Garth is in like the one, the one yes. piece, like leotard. Or was that SNL? I don't remember. I think that was the movie. Well, either way, in that video, there is a, a scene where Madonna kisses another female. You know, she's done it before, obviously, mm-hmm. with Britney Spears and, and uh, Christina Aguilera and whatnot. But there is a letter that was uh, written a year or so after the uh, video came out that Madonna wrote to said female. And her name is Amanda Cazalet, C-A-Z-A-L-E-T. And that little kiss apparently really, really shook Madonna because she wrote her a letter, hand wrote her a letter saying that she wanted to get with her again. And even saying in the letter, hey, I know you're pregnant and married, but that kiss really Meant affected something? me. Uh. It, uh, I have fantasized about it and I would like to see you again. I'm very wow. attracted to very few. I'm attracted to very few females in this way. I wish I could see you. And then she signed it, love and kisses with an M inside a name? heart. Amanda Cazalet, C-A-Z-A-L-E-T. And the uh, Garth Madonna scene was from 1991, an SNL skit. Okay. Which would make sense because I believe that's when this came out. Okay. Right around that time anyway. So the reason why I bring all this up is that love note is now up for auction if you would like to purchase this thing. On the block. And uh, a picture of it is up on the blog there if you want to check it out for some reason. Lantern uh, Capital Partners are going to pay $287 million for the Weinstein Company, even though uh, they were they did have a price of $310 not too long ago. This came out in bankruptcy court, by the way. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, company's founder, I don't know if you heard, fired in October. Dozens You're of kidding. women accused him of, of really, really bad things. So Who is this again? It's it's Harvey Weinstein. What? So he's not going to be a part of the new company, nor will, the, will his brother Bob. But this company, TWC, their library, over 277 feature films, uh, some of them have been sold off. The rights to them have been sold off when they were restructuring and everything. But there's a handful of celebrities that are not down with this sale, uh, like Meryl Streep, Eminem, Quentin Tarantino. They're saying that, hey, in some cases, we are owed over a million dollars by this company, and we want our money, and we can't get it because they filed for bankruptcy. So we'll see what happens. Uh, they're supposed to take over on July the 1st. Uh, Fixer Upper stars Chip Gaines and his wife, Joanna, announced that they gave birth to their fifth kid. It's a boy named Crew. There's a nice, uh, very emotional picture. They uh, So Crew joins 13-year-old Drake. 11-year-old Ella, 9-year-old Duke, and Emmy, who is 8. So instead of baby gifts, please give them some sort of birth control. Ah! Thank you, man. And uh, this one's a conundrum. And I would love to know your guys' take on this, especially Riz, because I know you're a big STP fan, Stone Temple Pilot fan, as we all are. But Dean DeLeo, their guitar player, is getting divorced. According to his wife... He's abusive and a drunk. Ah. 
She says that she lives in fear for her and her daughter. Uh, Jen DeLeo filed for divorce a couple of weeks ago, just days after he made violent threats to her, admitting that he was cheating and told her to get out of the house and did all this in front of their six-year-old daughter, June. Again, it's a she says. She says he started abusing alcohol and drugs and once took their baby into the ocean while, quote, completely inebriated, nearly letting her drown. Physically assaulted her for months later after another drinking binge when she found him in the garage, passed out with the car running and the garage door closed. She claims when she woke him up, he got angry, vomited, then threw her around and almost killed her. And it goes on and on. She says he's attempted to strangle her several times over the years, accuses Dean of abusing his son from a previous marriage, telling her he could have his ex-wife killed if he wanted to. And again, it goes on and on and on and on and on and on. She's seeking custody and child spousal support as well. So we shall see. Uh, That's a bummer. Yep. On TV tonight, you got So You Think You Can Dance. You have the series premiere of Double Dare and American Ninja Warrior. Crappy birthdays, Ricky Gervais, 57. Lala Anthony, she's the former MTV VJ host and uh, also on VH1. She is 39. Jeff Cohen from uh, The Goonies, Chunk, he is 44. Angela Kinsey, who is Dwight, or Dwight's lady, Angela, from The Office is 47. Jimmy Walker, 71. Carly Simon, 73. Today's Burton birthday of the day. Hold the line. Rosanna, Africa, Mother F and Toto. Lead singer David Page is 64 years young today. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Nadia Styles. Today's birthday girl has been wrecked more than a blind Asian woman's car in 442 fine films, including Bad News Bitches, Slurpees Volume 2, oh. Big Sausage Pizza Volume 12, in a movie called Sore Throat, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Cheap Booze and Cigarettes. <laughs> Nadia Styles, 36 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Before we hit the break, you hear what this Fox News guy did? I guess it was during a, what was it, a panel discussion? Yeah, it was, uh, you talking about David Bossy yeah. and uh, Joel Payne. A little heated exchange on the, I guess it was Fox and Friends. Yeah, did you hear what he, so, Joel's, so a, Joel's a black guy. Correct. And he was sl- and this bossy guy was slamming Democrats, uh, comparing Trump's immigration policy to what happened during ho- the Holocaust. And then he said something I'm sure he's regretting. You're out of your cotton picking mind. Cotton picking mind, you, brother. You guys, let me tell you, you guys, something. You guys, let me tell you, are, you something. Are, are I got some. I got some. I got, I got some relatives. This who, is, who pick this cotton. is real okay. Oof. Ah, if he could reach. Yeah. Grab those words back. You're out of your cotton picking mind. Cotton picking mind, you, brother. You guys, let me tell you, you something. Guys, you guys, let me tell you, you guys something. Are, are I got some. I got some. Right. I, got, I got some relatives. This is this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. You guys want to like that on TV? I'm not out of my cotton picking. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. She said you're out of your mind, gentlemen. We're gonna leave it right there. This is ridiculous. This is what's going on in America. This is what we're about. Ah. This is what's going on in America, and you said it. Oh, man. The host tried to, like, nah, I just said out of your mind. Uh, nope. da, da, da. That, that is such an example of one one wrong phrase. So, Well, over. what's happened to this guy? As far and as then, I know, all he's done is apologize. Quote, I apologize to Joel Payne, Fox News, and its viewers. I During wonder if a heated he's an segment on Fox and Friends today, I should have chosen my words more carefully. I wonder if he's, he's an, an analyst. Yeah, or just yeah. like somebody they bring on. Oh, I th- yeah. 
<laughs> if he was, he ain't no more, I would think. Oops. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Somebody in the chat room says, I think people take that statement the wrong way. Regardless, it's just one of those things that you know you shouldn't say it. Yeah. Regardless of the context, you just probably shouldn't say that. He probably didn't mean for it to be a racial thing. Not it just yeah. Went, it's probably something he said a lot. Yeah. But not to a black person. There's a lot of people. I would guarantee you. There's a lot of people that hearing that phrase have they, they have no, no idea the connotation. Ever, ever. No idea. I'm not saying that guy didn't, but I'm just saying there's a lot of people that don't know. I right, welcome back home stretch, folks. All right, some event to tell you about. Wednesday, Captain Jim's Fireworks in West Alton will be out there from 6 to 8. Captain Jim giving away 2500 bucks worth of fireworks. And we'll be blowing stuff up for two hours. And hopefully we'll have one of our mannequins out there. Any word? Let me double check here. You better, Scott. <laughs> and that went away. Uh, Thursday, happy hour at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery Beer Garden, 5 to 7. Join me out there. Friday, Moon is in the QT and Baldwin in Mountain Dew Ice from noon to 2. Saturday, myself and Matrico, Chesterfield Fence and Deck, will be out there celebrating uh, their 50th anniversary yeah. from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then also on Saturday, Jeff is at the Travers RV in Eureka from 3 to 5. Yes, sir. All the details at 1057thepoint.com. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So I'm not sure it's uh, it's worth losing your job for 500 bucks, but hey. It's better than losing your job for like zero bucks, which is something Jeff's used to. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, man. I always like it when you bring up those great got memories it. for me. <laughs> so... <laughs> the 4th of July is on a Wednesday next week, which kind of sucks, doesn't it? Yep. So it's going to be really tough to have that day off and then go back to work on Thursday and Friday. I think we're going to just take off Thursday. We'll be back Friday. Okay. So the people at Smirnoff Vodka know, you know, it's going to be tough. So right now, they're having a contest where you could leave a comment on their social media about what you'd rather be doing than going to work on those days, and 100 random people will win 500 bucks. I'm sure your boss is really going to appreciate that. <laughs> Worth it to you? Maybe. So hit up uh, Smirnoff Vodka for the details on that. Boy, this is low right here. Cops in Santa Clarita Valley, California, looking for the guy who's been stealing tip jars. Here we had a story earlier about somebody locally here in Wentzville taking a donation jar, breaking into a liquor store, and just taking like 35, 40 bucks out of a donation jar. Actually, the guy just broke in, broke through the front window solely for the donation jar. This guy here, so he was at a smoothie shop. He walks in, pretends he wants to order something while talking on his cell phone. He waits until the worker turns their back, quickly grabs the tip jar, and takes off. Jeez. Next day, does the same exact thing at a coffee shop. Waits for the worker to step away, swipes the chip jar, tip jar, runs to his car. His car is a friggin' Mercedes. Those are expensive. He needs to find yes, a way to... Yes, they are. Yeah. His total haul for both businesses, 35 bucks. Okay. Woo! <laughs> Seems worth it to me. Yeah, yeah. Sure. 
That's a Ocean's Eleven heist right there. <laughs> Caught on camera both times. He's wearing sunglasses and a Cardinals hat. Yeah. Oh, go, man. go Cards. Go Cards. Cardinal Nation. Yeah. He's a thief and he supports a third place team. When he's caught, he's looking at a misdemeanor petty, uh, misdemeanor petty theft or commercial burglary charges. Again, for thirty-five bucks, totally worth. Totally. it. Yeah, yep. that is true. You got. It. I mean, risk reward. Thirty-four, not so much. Thirty-five, totally. So everyone wants their dream wedding now, even if they can't afford it. And America's entitled twenty and thirty-somethings aren't letting a lack of funds stand in their way. A new survey by that website, The Knot found that asking for cash on wedding registries is a lot more popular than it used to be. About 50% more common last year than it was in 2016. And one of the top things couples use it for now is to pay for the wedding itself. Wow. Really? So basically you're asking people to basically pay an admission. I mean, if you're going to buy something off the registry... I mean, how far away we are we away from? Oh, you're coming. Okay, so you and four other people are going to split the catering bill. Well, just charge a cover at the door. Yeah. yeah, why not? Ooh, you want butter? Ooh, that's twenty five cents. Yeah, everything's Sorry. a la carte here. Yeah. Uh, the honeymoon is still the most common thing. Couples ask people to fund, followed by a down payment on a house. But the wedding itself was number three last year. Big ticket items like appliances are number four. And help uh, paying off debt was number five. And I wonder how much of that debt has to do with the wedding. Yeah, right. On average, couples who did ask for cash last year got a total of $1,437 from their wedding guests. I would never in a million years ask for cash, but I did. we did do a dollar dance. So it's I guess we did ask for cash, only you got to dance with somebody. That's instead. actually smart, though, because then you don't feel guilty and everyone has a few bubblies in them, so you're getting a lot do more. You, do, you, uh, do you do check or do you buy something from the registry if you're going to a wedding? Uh, we usually buy something from the registry for, like, the shower. That's, that's exactly what we do. And then give cash for the wedding. So if we are invited to the wedding shower, we buy something off the registry for the wedding shower. As far as going to the actual wedding, it's a check. I think my presence is gift enough. I say like presence is your present. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, an appearance fee is not cheap. No. (laughs) So yeah, you just look for the gift that equals that, and then you charge them the left. Yeah. Uh, What we did for our wedding was we had people buy stuff off our registry, and then we returned everything for the cash. That's an idea. Yes. Well, what, what, what really came down to was, so we had a couple parties back east and people got stuff off our registry and then we're like, how the hell are we going to get all this stuff to St. Louis? So we just returned everything. <laughs> I, I know people that just don't have registries, just don't. And they it's just want- fun they just scanning want, they things, just, come on. They just want the cash. <laughs> I honestly think that's the only reason we did it. And so my wife could run around Bed Bath and Beyond and just go beep, 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 beep. I'm like, oh, cool. A fridge, a mini fridge that holds four cans of soda that we could hook up to our car lighter. What the hell are we ever going to use that for? That actually sounds amazing. I'll give you 50% of the cost. Okay. And finally, it's not important if you're good at your job. 
It's just important that you make everyone else think you're good at your job. Because a new study found that, quote, faking it till you make it really does work. (laughs) That's awesome. So the researchers talked to 2,000 people who are successful in their careers. And 66% of them say that at some point on the way up, they had to fake it to make it. But that didn't mean like lying on a resume or something. The main thing they did was um, project confidence, even though they weren't really sure about what they were doing. And the majority wore clothes that made them look more professional, which helped them get ahead in their careers. So that's a thing. And it works. That, Fake it till you make it. That explanation is not too bad. You know, just act like you've been there before. Yeah, I've done that before. I got this. Yeah. No worries. I've totally done that before. Yeah. Hey, can you do this? Sure. You got no it. Problem. YouTube. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> At work. I've, I've totally done that. First starting out? Of course. I've got three years of experience in Excel. No yeah. problem. Then you sit down and you go, damn, I'm going to have to learn how to do this. <laughs> then it's a, what is Excel? It's like my last job, which was medical services and working inside an emergency room. Yeah, sure. I was the doc- lowest, you were a doctor, right? The lowest score they ever had passed <laughs> the test. Give but so I got safe. the job. So safe, Scott. Sure, I performed open heart surgery. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I'm really good at this stuff. <laughs> yeah, there are certain professions that does not. <laughs> you can't fake it till you make it. No. All right, Scott. Like juggler. <laughs> Welcome on uh, your first day. Yes, thank you. Can you pass pass me the scapel? <laughs> <laughs> and I can see Scott go, ooh, be careful. This thing looks sharp, whatever it is. Here you go. <laughs> the doctor cuts it, and Scott goes, that's gross! <laughs> that's gross! <laughs> yeah, I definitely, whenever that also happened, they're like, How, how'd you do in surgery? Did you feel okay? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And the whole time, like the first few times I ever went in there, I never, like, I pretend I was looking at the surgery, and then... You know, you just stare at other things you so you don't get sick to your stomach. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, this mm. is great stuff, Scott. Yeah. And I got in it. Yeah, I helped out with the surgeries all the time. I just didn't look. Oh, <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> I'm right. so good, I don't have to look. <laughs> great, dude. And that is your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. Somebody's mad. Entitled 20 to, uh, 20 to 30-somethings are paying for their own weddings instead of their parents doing it. And have been living with their uh, significant other for years. We don't need towels. Keep your judgment. Then why have an expensive wedding? <laughs> right? If you're paying for it for your, yourself, then why have an expensive wedding yeah. where you're going to have to take the gifts you just to pull back pay for the wedding? Pull back a little. You have a small wedding, and then you can save the money that you get. Yeah. Right? Oh, I hear you. You're preaching to the choir. Like, great. We have an awesome... Six hours that we're now deeply in debt for. Perfect. <laughs> we're gonna take it. We could take that money and then put it in the bank. Yeah. And save maybe down payment on a house for the future. I don't know. Just a thought. And then wait a couple years and celebrate big time. Then when you can pay for it. Just seems it. like a responsible thing to do. But I didn't mean to offend. You. My apologies. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Triggered. Please. <laughs> It's the Rizzuto Show. All right. That is it. That was a quick four hours, fellas. It was. Hey, Donnie. Good morning, gentlemen. What's up, Don? Hey, Don. Don. There's Donnie. Always nice when that four hours goes quickly. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you want to stay till noon? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, I if we're not supposed to, to, I guess. Or else I would. <laughs> I want the peoples to hear Donnie. Yeah, it's true. Donnie's got this whole thing planned out. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean I've, I've got a few things. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I've got new music today from uh, Grandson, which I love a lot. It's one of my favorite yeah. new songs that we're playing. Oh, but uh, Meg, that, yeah. Meg Myers, Weezer covering Toto. Uh, I've also got tickets to give away uh, for Collective Soul, Three Doors Down, 30 Seconds to Mars, and Soul Kiss on Saturday night. We'll do sports in the one o'clock hour and a whole bunch more. So uh, hang out. What about Vinnie Paul dying? Man, that? that is so sad. And I guess I just read. Uh, a couple of minutes ago, um, that the, the the thought is that it was a major heart attack. Did you ever see a picture of that guy not with a drink in his hand? No, man. And and I mean, there were there there was a person that you and I both know that worked uh, for label with Pantera during that time. And, um, you know, obviously they have a reputation of getting after it pretty hard. They and, got after it. And, and and she would always tell me, like, you know, sometimes with our bands, it's stories. They make it seem bigger no. than it oh, is. that was real. With, with that band, it was all real. So just so Yikes. incredibly Pantera sad. Pantera got at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but... And always seemed to be having fun. And I mean, and if you look, what one of the things I thought that was really impressive about that, too, is if you look at all of the tributes from other musicians, it is not just in the rock and metal vein. It is drummers from all different genres mm-hmm. that really respected what that guy did, the abilities that that guy had. And, and again, that's another guy, too, that you just hear really nothing but great stories about. They always said that Dime and... Um, um, and Vinny were super nice. Now they did not say the same about about Phil, uh, right. but 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 they'd always said that that the brothers were just the nicest dudes and yeah. the best dudes to work with. Yeah, yeah, it was a shame to hear that. Very much. But that guy lived a life and had always sweet beard styles. <laughs> that, that is very true. Always I didn't think had about that. Sweet beard styles. And you always heard that rumor that there was like a dent in the Stanley Cup. From the Dallas Stars yeah. partying with at Vinnie, at, Paul's, at Vinnie house. Paul's house. Now, I don't know if that's deck. 100% true or not. I but Mike, to somebody Mike that Madonna. was at that party. Oh, said... I said talked to somebody that was at oh, that party. Okay. And they threw the Stanley Cup off his deck into the pool. <laughs> Mike that's Madonna actually party. confirmed that in an interview. Uh, that's amazing. That's the kind of party I would have gone to. That's how you do that. that. <laughs> All right, thank you, King Scott. Blog yes. and podcast up there for you. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. What do we got? Well, we got the most dangerous summer toys for kids. So beware. Lawn darts once again on the list. Yes. I would see that. <laughs> Still see that. loitering around there. Uh, we got the 10 most unfaithful cities, plus the rest of the sexy time, fun facts, sports, crap on celebrities, loads more, all 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Yes. Boy, lawn darts, 40 years in a row on that list. <laughs> <laughs> Still trucking. Still going. And hurting. Patrico, video of the day. Video theme this week is nothing to see here. Watch a guy on a horse ride into a liquor store, steal some dip, steal some booze, ride on out. 1057thepoint.com slash yeehaw. All right. uh, Tomorrow, we're going to make our real or fake picks. Boobs go up probably around noon today. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. All right, we leave you with a selection from our team Riz member of the day, shouting out Nick Ebmeyer one more time. Yeah, Nick, Nick is yeah, great. Yeah, Nick, so good. He really has. And he wants to hear this song from these guys. Nice. Nice. Selection. We will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.